think we've got to be the body to rock it like we're never going to see it again. We are exploding. The world is going to know it. We rock it like we're never going to see us again. As always, if you'd like to be a part of the program, make sure to call 714-364-4721. You can check out our website, puregoldpg.com, or, of course, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on YouTube. And most importantly now, for those of you who have iTunes, you can follow Pure Gold Radio on iTunes. Sir, how huge is that? That's huge, but this is even bigger than that because we are live from Whole Foods Market, sir. Yes, we are, and I actually thought you were about to say huger. We thank, of course, the people from here at Whole Foods in Vauxhall, but better known as Union, New Jersey. We're so thankful to have the privilege and the opportunity to have a pure, sir, we have a pure gold booth. We are live. We are in person. This is great. Oh, baby, Whole Foods. I have to admit, this is definitely the nicest Whole Foods that I've ever been to. (laughs) I love it. It's great. I see there's some potatoes in front of us. Got to get some of those, uh... Make sure my wife picks those up. We got spring water. We got bottles. We got coffee. Sir, this is this is the greatest place on earth. <laughs> I'm glad you uh, feel that way because I do uh, work here, as you know, as you know. Well, I didn't think you were going to say that, but of course, since you mentioned that, yeah, you do work here, so that's why we got the hookup. But of course, this is our first live show ever, folks. We're extremely excited. I know that we're rambling and raving and like a bunch of lunatics, but Joe, it's just so exciting to have the ability to do this type of a show. I mean, Super Bowl Sunday is tomorrow, the biggest game of the year, the single biggest sporting event. There is nothing compares, not baseball, not the World Series, and you're talking to a huge baseball, nothing. Not the NBA playoffs. Playoffs? This is it, sir. You know what's funny? Is that some shows, like most shows, spend a whole week at the where the Super Bowl's being Radio covered. Row? Yeah, Radio Row. They spend a whole week, but... There's one thing that they do forget, sir. They do forget that there's a lot of F's involved. There's food, family, football, and fun. But there's one thing they don't have at Radio Row, and that is food. And we got great food here. We're going to try some samples, too, today, sir. Yeah, I'm glad that those are the only F's you're talking about. I was a little worried there. I mean, remember, we always keep the show PG, so, sir, you got to tone it down. But you're right. We are going to be trying some samples later on from the wonderful uh, markets here at Whole Foods, sir. And it's just uh, it's exciting. It's an honor, and it's a privilege, of course. You know, sir, it is my second favorite holiday of the year, believe it or not, next to Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Well, because of the food? Yes. Yeah, remember, Thanksgiving is all about food, family, and friends. Which we so, just speak about, you're right. Yep. And, you know, my second favorite holiday, I consider the Super Bowl a holiday, only because my team's never in it, so oh. I have to, like, bite my nails. <laughs> of uh, course. The Jets of course. are never in it. Well, if they were in it, they'd probably be getting blown out. So, yeah. I mean, that doesn't really make much of a difference, but you're right. And it's unfortunate, sir. Let me ask you a question. I know that your father is uh, Neil Double. I know that he, he, he grew up uh, in Cleveland, but does he root for the Jets? Of course he roots for the Jets. He's a loser like me. Does he remember the 1969 Super Bowl with Slick Willie, Joe Namath? Oh, yeah. He was just talking about it. And actually, HBO has a special about uh, Joe Willie Namath, another special. And we were just talking about the other day about the Super Bowl uh, three and how, you know, the Jets probably will never get there again. And other than 2007 and this year, 
you know, I don't have any, any rooting interest, obviously, in this Super Bowl because obviously, the, definitely the Giants and the Patriots. I mean, it's like the lesser of two evils. What are you going to do? But uh, usually, I enjoy the Super Bowl. It's a great weekend. It's great to be doing a show now about the Super Bowl, of course. So, let me ask you, sir, what was your favorite uh, Super Bowl? Considering considering the teams there have been, at least not in your lifetime, what Super Bowls you look forward to the most? Or where you, did you enjoy the most? I mean, all the Super Bowls that end in like the fourth quarter and they're not blowouts are always a great Super Bowl. So, obviously, you have the 2007 Super Bowl where you had the undefeated Patriots against the New York Giants, which I don't think anybody gave them a chance, which it seems like the tables have been reversed this year. But, you know, the 2007 Super Bowl was definitely a classic Super Bowl, other than the fact that the, you know, New York Giants won. You're absolutely right. I mean, and the Patriots, you know, I, I despise the, the Patriots. Well, won, so. that made it classic. So the fact that the uh, the Giants did win, and the fact that they ended the undefeated season, the fact that the Patriots scummed it up and the Giants were able to win by three points, that, of course, made it classic. And my being a Giants fan is irrelevant. That game was amazing, sir. And, uh, I know we're going to get into our predictions much later on in the program, but do you think that uh, we might be looking at classic tomorrow? I personally do not. But what do you think? We're looking for what? Could we possibly be looking at a classic tomorrow? Oh, no doubt. I think it's going to be a classic. I think that these two teams are as close as evenly matched as possible. I think that you have the explosive offenses. Patriots defense isn't that good this year, but the Giants, they're, they're riding the momentum. They've caught, you know, they've caught the momentum at late in the season when you need to catch the momentum, it seems, nowadays. And, you know, it's going to be a classic Super Bowl. I really think this is going to be a great one. You think there's any possibility that the uh, it's going to be a blowout? Either way, um, I don't. I don't see it being a blowout. If there's going to be a blowout, it might be the Giants because of the defensive crumble. You know, we could break that down. Um, I, I, I really think we're going to see a close game. It's going to come down to the fourth quarter, probably with a couple minutes left to play. It might come down to a field goal. If you notice, the Patriots, they might have won three Super Bowls, in, you know, in the past uh, decade or so. But all their games, all their victories have been by three points. You're absolutely right, and uh, all their losses also by three points, which is, which is interesting enough. Right. So even though the Patriots have been dominant in the you know in the 2000s, um, all their games are close in the Super Bowl. So it, I don't expect anything different tomorrow. Right. And it definitely didn't get anyone there. Unfortunately, uh, I don't know if you did from the standpoint, sir. Um, you know, this game is something people look at and they say, wow, this is a national holiday. going on above us. Something to the fact of the national holiday. Everybody gets into it. I know Mike Francesa uh, was talking, and he was saying how he does consider it like a holiday. Normally, he likes to watch football by himself. Normally, he likes to watch everything solo, as it were. But this is the type of game where you get together with family, you get together with friends, you get together, and you do uh, pretty much... Uh, oh, what's like the name of your show? Uh, pure gold. Pure gold. Yes, I mean, I'm excited. I know that my father's coming over. That, that's become a bit of a, a bit of a tradition for us. And, uh, you know, as, as we sit here and talk a little bit about that, but uh, the last couple of years when the Giants won against the Patriots, my father and I saw the game together. That's exciting, you know, watching with the dads there. After that, uh, we did see the, the Super Bowl two years ago, unfortunately, where the uh, Steelers won. And not that I, I dislike the Steelers, I know you do, but I was hoping that the Arizona Cardinals, led by Kurt Warner, would, would make it. And, unfortunately, they did not, uh, did not get the win. They came close, but they didn't win. And, of course, last year, uh, watching them in the house, watching the, the Packers, end up beating the Steelers again. So, good steps are all around. Yeah, when you talk about traditions, for me, personally, um, I, I do like to watch football with my dad. Um, occasionally, I'll have a couple of friends that come over and watch it. But uh, when it comes to the Super Bowl, I try to watch who I watch the whole season with, and that's usually my dad. Right. by myself. Sometimes Andrew watches with me. But 
Um, watching the Super Bowl is for me traditionally is at my house or at my dad's house. I'm not a big believer, and if you listened to the show a year ago, you know that I'm not a big believer in Super Bowl parties. I never was. I just think that, you know, I'm a big sports fan. I don't need to be hearing people talk about the commercials more about than the game. Even though the game now has become just one big event and everyone needs to go to it, needs to see it and say they watched it, but I need to watch it. I need to watch it like my princess does and make, pay attention, watch the game as a sporting event, not just an event. Right, right. Of course, sir. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, the only game I can think of that I, I didn't watch with my dad or, you know, didn't really pay much attention to was a couple years ago, Super Bowl 44, which is the Colts and the Saints, and the Colts pretty much got blown out. That that, that was an ugly game, so I'm hoping that tomorrow um, we have a, a good game. Obviously, I want the Giants to win, and if anything, I prefer a blowout to a close game, nail-biter with the Giants and the Bluesing. Because then I'm going to go absolutely positively nuts. I mean, let's not forget that there's um, – a lot of different plays, like you mentioned, Super Bowl 44. If it wasn't for that on top pick to start the second half, they can get much closer than 31-17. I mean, Peyton Manning threw a pick six to end that game. That, that, that game was much closer than that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, you know, I know Mike, when he predicted the game tomorrow, I think he predicted something to the effect of 34-27 or, uh, you know, something in that neighborhood. But he thought that – he mentioned that the possibility they could be two touchdown wins for the Giants. I mean, I don't see that, but, I, I you know, of course uh, – We'll talk about that a little bit later, sir. Now, let me ask you, you mentioned that you watched the game with your father. Do um, you have any type of specific foods or anything that you eat? Well, the, the, the funny thing about Super Bowl is that one of my traditions, too, is to just make a, uh, a Super Bowl menu, if you will, with my dad. And we always, we always try to come up with this elaborate menu and make sure that the food is great. So we, we discuss the menu and, you know, we're going we're gonna to have all that great food um, Shrimp cocktail. My dad's going to Oh, fancy some. pants. Excuse me. Yeah, shrimp cocktail. Shrimp. Very bougie. Very bougie. <laughs> but, you know, I love shrimp cocktail. I bougie mean, Johnson. My dad's going to actually make money. That's, uh, that's how the Italian say not manicotti. But oh, excuse me. For, forgive excused. me. <laughs> so we're going to have that. We're going to have some hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> or horse, horse d'oeuvres? Yeah, the hors d'oeuvres or hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. Or, like the what is uh, Russo, when he used to talk about it, didn't he mispronounce that word on top of everything else? He probably did. I mean, how about Russo, by the way? I mean, he was classic on, uh, back on WFAN. Reunited with the, uh, Mike Francesa. Oh, sir, that was truly gold. I know we talked a little bit about it on our Tuesday show this week, but that was truly an amazing moment. I mean, he was also on the Boomer and Carton show, and you know if you listen to this program, I am not a fan of Boomer uh, or Carton specifically. Boomer, I don't mind, but that even that was classic radio. Everybody's talking all over each other, and... Uh, Carton imitating Russo and Russo speaking, and it was just amazing. I have to say, it was absolutely amazing as we see a, a Giants fan walk by here. Definitely, uh, room for Big Blue right there. But sir, um, that was classic radio. Also, I loved it. I happened to turn on. I heard the mic. That's the Chris Russo mic in the Mad Dog team, and I was just blown away, sir. I mean, I mean, when we talk about being up in that upper echelon, they're the top, and they're the ones that we're coming after, sir. Very nostalgic to hear Mike and, and the dog. Um, only on for about 30 minutes, so they tried to cram everything in, which was really funny. They Talking all over each other. That they talked about the Yankees. They talked about how you're doing. It looks like these guys don't even hang out after work, obviously. Maybe they're just too busy nowadays, or just maybe they're not friends anymore. Who knows? But it was great to see them, and again, they are the true inspiration for this Pure Gold radio show, and um, we aspire to be Mike, the next Mike from the Dog. Yes, sir. Well, like you said, better than them, but, uh, you know... There's so many different things that we can discuss. There's so many things to, to break down from soup to nuts. Of course, we're going to get into the, the road to the Super Bowl with the Giants. We're going to get into um, the keys to victory for both teams. Um, we're going to get into legacies. We're going to get into – there's just so much there. Now, let me ask you, um, 
Of course, we're going to talk about Super Bowl commercials and things a little bit later on. We have Hans probably joining us in the, in the second hour, um, so we'll get into that. But what would you like to what would you like to tackle first, sir? As, as we near the uh, the 15 minute mark in this marathon show, what would you like to tackle um, in terms of in terms of the the entire season, the entire football season? I think when you look at the entire season, just as a retrospect, I mean, it's it's almost you almost forget that there was a lockout to begin the season. We didn't even know if there was going to be an NFL season. Yet there was, and then you know we finally got into that free agent frenzy where all teams just started signing people, and you know going into the season, the Green Bay Packers were obviously definitely maybe the favorite to repeat because they had all their people coming back, and that explosive offense, you know, Aaron Rodgers really grew up in that playoffs last year. Right, you're absolutely right, and it's interesting that when you talk about Rodgers and, and the fact that he got a Super Bowl so early in his career, um, I mean he had the chance to be better than Brett Favre this year. They almost went undefeated. That didn't happen. I honestly don't think that anybody's ever going to go undefeated at the 16-game schedule. And with talk of there being 18 games, I honestly think that the Dolphins are going to hold that title forever as the only undefeated. As we see some some wonderful patrons of the Whole Foods welcome by here, uh, giving us some some, some interesting looks. I have to say, but uh, aside from that, you know, if you look at Aaron Rodgers, if you look at what he's done, you look at his whole legacy, sir, and what happened last year. I mean, the game was semi-close, and then it kind of you know got away from the Steelers. But you know, we talk about quarterbacks and everything, and I mean, we have two of the greats now, sir. We have two of the best in the business. You and I are the best in the business. These two are two of the best Be- in the business in Tom Brady. That, before you do that, come on. Let's let's get real here. I mean, four years ago, five years ago, everyone was ready to throw Eli Manning. Under the bus. Under the bus. I don't know about that. They were going to – they wanted the guy out of town. You have to admit, sir, you, uh, Eli Manning has stepped it up over the last couple of years, but Eli Manning, come on. Just, just admit that – Nobody wanted this guy four or five years ago. Well, nobody wanted the coach four or five, you know, not four or five weeks, maybe like two months ago. I mean, nobody even wanted the coach, so let's get real about that. The fact is that people were complaining. The fact is that people were complaining about uh, Eli. They were complaining about Coughlin, mostly Coughlin. But, you know, of course, uh, as we get into the legacy a little bit later on, the truth of the matter is that Eli, in the first Super Bowl, he was young. He was more or less unproven. He had only been in the league a couple of years because the first year, of course, uh, with Kurt Warner, one of my all-time favorite players, Kurt was leading the, the charge. Giants got rid of him and they tanked for the rest of the year under Eli. But he he matured into a better quarterback. Now, sir, he's he's one of the best. I wouldn't say he's as good as Tom. I wouldn't say he's as good as Aaron or even his brother. But he's he's right under there, sir. When you talk about Eli Manning, I mean, talk about Super Bowl point two. The Giants were trying to win in spite of Eli Manning, and now four years later, they're going to win because of Eli Manning if they win. Yep, Eli is the reason. I mean, he is the number one quarterback that there is. He, in terms of the Giants, I mean, he, he's the, the head of the offense. He's the head of the whole thing, and he is truly it. So he's pure gold, let's be honest. I mean, he's proven me wrong. I I, didn't, I thought that he wasn't going to get the job done again. But you know what? What I've learned from this year, sir, as I see the Giants came off the distance over there with a nice hat. Good job, sir. Yeah, you know I'm talking to you. Um, the fact of the matter is that when I look at Eli and what I've learned from this season, if nothing else is to never doubt my team again, and even if they go 0-14, somehow they can make the playoffs. I think what I've learned, yeah, I think what I've learned about this season is that you have to catch fire at the right time. The Green Bay Packers might have started out what fourteen and zero, and then you know whatever they finished fifteen and one. But the Giants, they were they had a lot of expectations going into the season. Let's face it, and they got a lot of injuries on the defensive front. And uh, at that point, the Jets of the Giants, typical Tom Coughlin fashion, typical start off six and two or better. And yeah. every time you know, pretty much the Tom Coughlin team run team starts out really good under the Giants, and then they just fall flat, and they just collapse. Other than 2007, this team always starts out great, 
they fall flat and then they finish the season not making the playoffs. You know, you're absolutely right, and it's interesting because we talked about this a couple weeks ago. And I personally did not want Cough and fired, and I can attest to that because he listened to the show. But I did think that the Cough would get fired. I did think that he would be gone because the Giants were on the verge of another epic collapse. And for whatever reason, like you said, they caught lightning in the bottle. I mean, if, so if the Giants win the Super Bowl, they're going to be the first ever 9-7 team to win the Super Bowl. I mean, that, that's amazing. That, that's amazing, but, I mean, not to, like I said, not to discredit the Giants 9-7, but they, they started to get healthy midway through the year, and then, let's face it, the, 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 the play that turned around the Giants' season was Victor Cruz' 99-yard touchdown. And from there, the, the Giants just took off. They, they, uh, they beat the Jets in a close game. They took care of the Cowboys to win the division. And then they've just been on a roll ever since in the playoffs. The defensive front, it's all been about the front four of the Giants' defensive line at this point. The front four, the front four, as, as we like to discuss it. And, of course, we're going to break that down, sir. But, I mean, let me ask you, do you think that the Giants – I mean, do you think that, that, that the Giants are really going to – I don't want to get into the predictions just yet, but if you can t- just touch on one key, one key to the game tomorrow. No, no, don't, get, don't get too into it, sir. But touch on one key that you think it's going to be the fans need to watch. I think the one key you have to watch is if if the Patriots find, if Bill Belichick finds a way to block that defensive front of the Giants, I think that the Giants are in for a long game. I think that the the Patriots are going to come out with some plays that you haven't seen before. And if the Giants cannot get to Tom Brady with that front four, without blitzing, I think it might be a long day for the Giants. You're right. Uh, You're absolutely right. And there's so many different... There's so many different aspects and facets of the game that are interesting that we we can you know sit there and, and just analyze. There, I know we have a caller on hold, but uh, you know we'll get to that in a minute. You know, yeah. Todd's not in the house, but he's calling from the He tells me that Mel Kuyper says that Eli Manning had a Hall of Fame season. Um, he had a good season. He had a really good season. He was captain clutch, I guess, if you want to say anything in the fourth quarter. But he did not have a Hall of Fame season. Come on, I mean. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, they definitely had a Hall of Fame season. You're right, sir. You're absolutely right. And I mean, he, he had a good year, but um, he had a good year, and, and this was his best year. The fact is that when you look at the situation, when you look at what the Giants have done, you look at the fact that they are they're, they're the epitome, sir. The Giants are the epitome of the underdog because you never thought they were going to make it. Yes, they have talent. Yes, yes, they're good. Yes, the Giants are definitely, um, you know, sitting there sitting pretty, as it were. But the fact is that Eli has come into his own this year when it is key, when it is, it's most important, it is it's most critical. The fact is that Eli is going to get the job done. The fact is that Eli Manning, sir, is coming into his own. And if, if it wasn't for the fact that Aaron Rodgers had such an amazing year, uh, and even you know Tom Brady had a great year, Eli would be would looked at as one of the number one guys. He definitely would. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, again, had better seasons. Uh, Eli, uh, Eli Manning is a good quarterback. He's becoming a really good quarterback. If he wins his second Super Bowl, I think he'll be considered one of the elite as well. You're right, sir. And you know, we have a caller. We're gonna have to go. We're gonna have to go to uh, to our caller here, as we have somebody calling in from from Indianapolis. So, uh, how are you doing today, sir? Pretty good. Hey guys, liking the show. I like the football format. Um, last night was a madhouse here in Indy. Wow, people shoulder to shoulder. Um, Hey, what I called about was everybody here is kind of back in the Giants because, uh, you know, his right. little brother. What we were talking about here in India is what do you think about this as the perfect storm? We get Peyton back as the quarterback for the Colts. We get Luck as his backup. 
and little brother wins the Super Bowl and has two rings, and he only has one. Isn't that the perfect storm for the Colts next season? Uh, well, you know, I can tell you honestly that my favorite football player is Peyton Manning, and with all the mess going on there with Jim Ursay and him and the, uh, you know, I guess you can call it the, the back and forth, the sniping, it's definitely not good for the Colts. Now, before I answer your question, let me ask you a question. Do you think Peyton is even going to be back next year, considering everything that Jim Ursay is saying about him? I think money talks, and I think Peyton's no spring chicken and doesn't necessarily want to start over in the new city, and I don't think anything's been said too terrible. I mean, Ursay said, you know, you need to quit talking about stuff in public, and actually it's nothing that wouldn't be said to somebody in a corporation who is bad-mouthing the company. So, yeah, I think it can be amended, and uh, Ursay said today that he didn't want to talk about Peyton because the Colts doctor hadn't cleared him to play, so... I'd still say there's hope in the water because they're just giving these, you know, kind of trite little answers, you know. Well, right. yeah, well, there's, there's some, yeah, I, I I, don't think anything's been said between Ursa and Peyton that can't be mended. I don't think money's a real issue. I think this Super Bowl is going off without a hitch. I mean, the Super Bowl committee's already talking about Indianapolis doing another one. I think that's going to spill over into the cold. I think this year was a good wake-up wow. call to get rid of some of the dead weight in the home office. You know, Caldwell was never who we needed as a coach. He was picked by Dungy. And I've, I've said my whole life, never let somebody leave and pick their successor. You know, they just want out. So, I agree with that. Yeah, so, from what I hear, Indianapolis has been a great host city. Uh, a little cleaner than New Orleans, I guess they're been comparing it to. Oh, it's super just, clean here. Indianapolis actually is just break down the game? I'm sorry, what? Who are you picking to the, win the game? Oh, Giants. i got to go with my boy's little brother. Plus, you, I don't know if you know this, but Colts fans hate Patriot fans and vice versa. Of course. So nobody here is going to root for the Pats, you know. I guess Tom Brady and some of the Patriots are with Chris last night, and they're like, you'll go to root with Chris and see him? I'm like, hell. <laughs> <laughs> What's interesting is that the Giants have a unique advantage. I mean, if they were going to play in the Super Bowl in 2014, this would be the closest they'd get. They basically have a home field advantage. Because of the fact that their brother, uh, Peyton's brother, is leading the Giants, and obviously Eli's a very likable guy. Tom Brady is pretty much hated throughout the league, and uh, you know, going back to the question that you asked before, I'm, I'm picking the the Giants to win. Obviously, as a Giants fan, what would be interesting to me is if he did it in Eli's house, if he did it in the house of his big brother, and if he got to the point where he's got two rings, Peyton has one. We broke down a. a few minutes ago how they lost, uh, you know, in Super Bowl 44, I mean, Payne would come back with a vengeance. If you look at what they did this year without him, which is nothing, I mean, put Payne on any team in the league, and they're, they're in the playoffs. I mean, it's that simple. Any team with any talent. Oh, easily, because look at what he did when we had the MASH unit team. I mean, he turned Blair White and a lot of these guys into household names. Oh, yeah, any any team that – and I think the Colts – and they've never brought this up, but they might be willing to shell out the money and keep Peyton just to keep him from going to another team, you know, because all they have to do is pay Peyton the money, and he can't leave. He has a lifetime contract with the Colts. He signed it one day over at training camp at AU. So all they got to do is pay the man the money, and he's a Colt for life. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens because Ursay's hardly hurting for money, and and th- this city's just Super Bowl. I mean. Football, Super Bowl, Colts crazy. I, I'd love to see Peyton stay, and I'd like him. I don't think he'll groom Luck because he's not that way. 
he was about worthless this season helping out Painter and Orlowski. He just stood there with his arms, you know, and if they came to him, he'd say something to him. But, I mean, I was up in the bleachers, and I could tell it wasn't much of an answer. Right, so, right. I'm not impressed with Peyton as a leader. I think he's just like um, Brett Favre in different ways. You know, Brett Favre is narcissistic and wants it all about him, or Peyton is. You know, Peyton wants to be the big shucks. It's just in him to be top dog. You know, it's not that he wants to snub you out. It's he's got to be the center of the room, where, you know, Favre wants to snub you out. <laughs> so, but it, it, it doesn't really matter because the end result's going to be the same for both of them with a hot shot young quarterback. You know, Luck's going to be just like Rodgers. It right. takes days. But well, I think we've all seen how well that worked out for Green Bay. Well, definitely. But, I mean, it, it's tough to think that anybody would, would be uh, that guy, Aaron Rodgers, because he is a better quarterback than, than Brett Favre. But, you know, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. What, what was that? What was Elwood. That? Elwood. Elwood? Yeah. Listen, Elwood, we really appreciate you giving us, uh, you know, a few minutes and calling in. We absolutely uh, thank you. And, of course, we invite you to always check us out at puregoldpg.com. You can hear the rest Don't of our shows too and everything. Much wrestling or hockey, I can do it. <laughs> Say that again. As long as it's not too much wrestling and hockey, I can handle it. <laughs> well, we, ne- we basically never talk hockey. We may talk some wrestling, but hockey—you uh, won't hear much of that on this show. Okay. Oh, would you could you could call hockey. I'll, I'll talk hockey with you. Did <laughs> you go on a little break? And I'll talk hockey with you. Well, you know that's one thing we're hoping with this Super Bowl is Indianapolis can start looking a little bit more better for hockey and a baseball team. Yeah, that's right. kind of the. That's kind of one of the reasons the city wanted to do it, you know. Because right, right. Nashville and Indianapolis are going to have to show down for a baseball team someday. I, I can see it coming. And Indianapolis and Kansas City are going to have to show down for a hockey team. So this may give us a little bit of an edge. <laughs> yeah, of but, course. Uh, yeah, definitely see where that goes. But, again, thanks for the indie perspective. No problem. And, uh, Good show, guys. And, uh, Thank you, sir. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the big game, so. Wish me luck, and I got the Pacer game tonight, so I'm going to be a hungover little fella come Monday, but hey, it'll be worth hey, it. Make sure you enjoy yourself and root for the Giants hard. See you, buddy. All right, so take care. Okay, great call there by, uh, by Elwood and Indy. I mean, you got to admit it, sir. The fact that we have people, we got the Peach calling in from Indy. I mean, I mean that was classic right there. That was that was the great call. And unfortunately, he calls in. He's going to hear wrestling. I mean, that's what we talk about, but you know. I guess the feeling is not too big of a hockey fan, is there? Yes, I agree with you. And thanks, Elwood, for calling in. That was pretty cool to have somebody calling right from Indianapolis, spot of 40, Super Bowl 46 tomorrow night. So uh, I think we were talking about Eli Manning sir, before we got the call. And, uh, you know, he's grown into a, a really good quarterback. If he wins his second Super Bowl, he'll have um, one more Super Bowl than his brother. You know, other than that, I think that, you know, the, for me, the the jury's out on Eli Eli Manning if he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh come on! If he wins the second Super Bowl, you tell me he's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Bill Simms is where he would have been a Hall of Famer if, if he had been healthy in the second Giant Super Bowl. You're telling me that Eli Manning, the great, the legendary Eli Manning, is not a Hall of Fame quarterback? I should hit you with that crate of bananas that just walked past me. Like I said before, I mean, in 2007, they tried to win in spite of Eli. If they win this year, he was the MVP. That's all I can tell you, sir. And I, I you know, I agree. The, the defense won the game, but, sir, he was the MVP of the game. Let, let's be real. Let's be real. If we're going to put Eli Manning in the Hall of Fame, if they win the second Super Bowl, then we're going to have to induct a lot of people into the Super Bowl, so, I mean, into the Hall of Fame. Oh, come on. I mean, you're telling me that, he, that he's not – sir, he's getting up there into the upper echelon, sir. He is in the upper echelon. He's, he, sir, he is – I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want to hear it. As a matter of fact, speaking of something that I don't want to hear, we actually have another call that we're going to have to go to here. The one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, Kenny. 
calling in from Florida here. Thank you for the intro. I mean, I was expecting some intro music, but, you know, I guess you didn't get it in the email I sent you. Wait, hold on a second. You want some intro music? I got some intro music for you. What's the name of your show? Uh, Pure Gold. Pure Gold? Yes, sir. That's as much intro music as you're going to get. Sir, as a Jets fan, <laughs> tell me, what do you think about the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm just hoping well, that the wrath of God be exerted on Indianapolis and both teams be swallowed into the ground. This is a Jets <laughs> fan nightmare, okay? This is like the hot chick, which is the Lombardi Trophy, and the one guy that you know but you don't really like is the Giants. And the one guy you really hate and you hate and you hate and you hate and you hate him and his friends and his family, the Patriots. Like one of them is going to get it. So just you know, I'm trying not to go into the the mad dog rant of the of the San Francisco Giants, but I just have no choice. All I want is one. But the reason I'm calling is to you know get my uh, insight on the game. Write this down. The Giants will win by six points. Okay. I don't know how, how uh, 20 to 14. I'm giving the score right now. The Giants will win 20 to 14. The defense will definitely step up. And, you know, the Giants will get their fourth Super Bowl, and I'll still be looking for one in my lifetime. Well, <laughs> we're back. I don't know what in the world happened here, but we, we had some issues here with the uh, pure goal booth, and it seems like we were cut off. I think we had to cut time for our, our sponsor, which is Whole Foods Market. Then we had to cut out for a commercial, and uh, we can't hear the commercials here being live in the, you know, at Whole Foods Market. So of course, you know, the show is brought to you by Whole Foods Market today. The great Whole Foods Market. Look, and we see Brandon Jacobs walking next to us here. I don't know how, but Brandon, you, 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 yes. yeah, he, he must have missed the, the team flight. But again, we apologize to Kenny because we're not sure what happened. But again, we thank you, all of you out there this, for... This is what happens when Jet fans call in on a Super Bowl show. We're jinxed, sir. I keep telling you, the Jets will never make the Super Bowl. All the Jet fans, please do not call in unless you're Todd, of course, because you're giving a Todd's take. Oh, yeah, of course, which is just what we want. We want Todd to give a take. <laughs> but uh, any other Jet fan, I mean, don't don't jinx the show anymore. Please do not call in if you're a Jets fan. <laughs> but anyway, I was talking about Tom Brady, the Hall of Fame quarterback. It does pay me to say, but... Let's face it, he's won, he's won three Super Bowls. He lost a heartbreaker because they were going for the undefeated seed in 2007. He's going to come out for revenge. I know Bill Belichick is going to scheme something up. So, speaking of a Hall of Fame quarterback, sir, we got to talk about Tom Brady, the man, the myth, the legend. I mean, other than the fact that, I mean, he's, he's been quiet for the last two weeks. Other than the fact that his wife uh, sent out an email to her friend and it somehow got onto the Daily Post. Oh, goodness. You dub once and you got to pray for Tommy? Seriously? Pray yeah. for Tommy? I don't know about that. Come on. <laughs> I, I love the Patriots. But you on, make us all sick. <laughs> yeah. But uh, other than that fact, uh, Tom Brady is the X Factor in the Super Bowl. The Patriots defense has been shaky at best this year, sir. I mean, they've been winning because of Tom Brady and that offense. Yeah, right. Well, they've also been playing a lot of inferior competition. I mean, let's be real. The Pats shouldn't even be in the Super Bowl. They should have lost to the uh, Baltimore Ravens. And, of course, the Ravens, unfortunately, you know, they shanked the kick. The Evans dropped the ball in the end zone. I mean, we discussed We broke this down. But the truth is that when you look at the, when you look at the, the, the surrounding circumstances, the Patriots shouldn't even be in the Super Bowl. But 
regardless of what, they're here. When you start playing the shoulda, coulda, woulda game, Woo! I wish that my store team leader was here right now, Pete Dave, because he would tell you if it wasn't for Kyle Williams and having that ball touch his knee, the Giants wouldn't be here either. You know what? The reason I disagree with that is because I believe that the Giants would have somehow scored immensely. Alex Smith was was, was throwing up. Was throwing up. Yeah. Turd, sir. But the fact is, Come on. it was 14 and, and the, the Giants had no momentum. All the, all the momentum in the world was on the San Francisco 49ers at the time. I agree with that, but, but they, I mean, the, the 49ers were dropping turds. Alex Smith did nothing. Vernon Davis, they burned the secondary twice. That's it. That's all it was, sir. Nothing else. It does not matter. The, the 49ers had a 14 to 10 lead. Woo! Woo! They had a 14 to 10 lead, and they were playing. Their defense was playing phenomenal. I, I'm not going to discredit what the Giants' defense was doing, but the fact is that. Oh, wait, sorry, sir. We have the crickets playing. Oh, Forgive okay. me. That's not nice. What in the world? If Sorry, you were saying? Yeah, if, if you break down any season, especially this season, the facts are that it takes a lot of bumps, a lot of turns, a lot of twists, a lot of luck, a lot of skill, obviously, to get this through a bowl. And these two teams are obviously here, not only because they're good, but they got lucky at some point during the season. Um, luck always plays a factor. I don't care what you say. The Giants were dead and buried. Victor Cruz, 99-yard touchdown, turns their season around. Yeah, thank you for that, by the way. Thank you, Jets. Yeah, Love welcome. you guys. You're welcome. But Tom Brady, sir, he's going for his fourth ring. You would put him then with the Joe Montanas of the world, the Terry Bradshaws of the world. I mean, this guy is the consummate professional, other than, you know, again, his wife sending an email that <laughs> got out to, like, the New York newspapers. Yeah, uh, a consummate professional, I suppose, I guess, maybe, kind of, sort of. But the fact of the matter is that he's not going to get a fourth Super Bowl. He's going to be 3-2 and two in the Super Bowl. I mean, you're, you're talking like uh, John Elway territory when he was 2-3. and three. So, you know... It, we talked about the road to Super Bowl just a little bit. Let, let me break this down a little bit more. You know, as, as we have some you know, people who are probably going to be calling in, and, you know, of course, we get all these wonderful callers. Let's talk about this, sir. Let, let, let me let me break this down for you. Giants started 6-2. and two. They slopped it up and ended up at 6-6. Six and six. You know, they beat the Jets, of course, as you mentioned, Victor Cruz, 99 yards. Of course, they took the Cowgirls down at the end. They barely won the NFC 9-7. and seven. Like I said before, when they win, they'll be the first ever 9-7 and seven team to be Super Bowl champions. They ended up annihilating the Falcons. Uh, that's right, the Falcons, because they're awful, just like their fans, awful. And you know how, you know I'm talking to you, Sal. Aside from that, then they end up whipping the 15-1 and Packers, the Green Bay Packers that we spoke of earlier. They whipped them like dogs. And, of course, you mentioned what happened with Kyle Williams and everything else. Uh, the fact is the Giants are here, sir. So the Patriots got to buy in the first round. They routed the vastly inferior Broncos. And, of course, uh, you know, they got lucky against uh, the Ravens. You talk about luck. You know, they didn't play winning teams all year. The fact is, when you look at these two teams, the Giants are the superior team. The Giants have more talent. The Giants are better offensively. The Giants are better defensively. Quarterback, all right, I'll give the edge to, to Tom Brady. But other than that, I mean, you tell me, sir. The Giants are going to do it. There, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. We'll get down to our predictions a little later in the show. But, you know, it, like I said, it takes a lot to get this Super Bowl. It doesn't take mm-hmm. skill. you got to be healthy. You gotta, yeah, stay healthy. You gotta play good. You gotta obviously never give up. Which, sir, you gave up on your team. Yeah, like I said, if I have to give up every year for the Giants to win, I don't care. I'll give up on the Giants. I give up on the Mets. I don't care what, as long as they win. To me, giving up is not saying you give up. To me, giving up is not following the team, not talking about the team, not doing anything. You know, not going to the stadium. Like you don't go to the uh, stadium for the Mets. That's giving up. Giving up is not. Oh well, you know, they're not gonna, you know, get it done. We we have somebody here at the booth. Let me ask her. Super Bowl. Who are you going for? 
Giants, of course. Are you a Giants fan? Indeed, I am. And uh, let me tell you, uh, let, well, let me ask you, what do you think are the keys to the game for the Giants to attain victory? Pass rush. Got to get to Brady early, often, make him hurt. Okay. Now, can you envision any scenario where the Giants do not get the job done? Well, of course I can because you have the Brady factor. You have the Belichick factor. Now, they game plan for everything, and you never, you never know what's going to happen. Give me a prediction. Final score. Well, that's a good one. Yeah, I was going to be a blowout or a blowdown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, believe it or not, 14, 17. So. so you're basically going with the same as Super Bowl 42? Yeah, because I think it's going to be a, a high-intensity game. I agree with that. Thank you, sir, for your prediction. Much appreciated. Thank you for stopping by. Once we have the fans here walking by, the pure gold listening audience, walking by, talking Super Bowl. It's a pretty good segue. I mean, he picked the same score, Super Bowl 42. I uh, just wanted to talk about a little bit of similarities about Super Bowl 42. Um, the, the biggest similarity I guess you had is that you saw that the Giants were able to get the Eli Manning. They were able to rattle the Eli Manning. And Eli Manning was not I – mean, Eli Manning. Tom Brady. <laughs> The, what are you talking yeah, about? The, the Giants, what, what are you talking about? The Giants were able to get to Eli Manning and disrupt him to bother him. They were even hit him a couple times. So the game was close. Uh, you had a feeling that, and you know, let's face it, a catch by Tyree, uh, a miraculous catch by Tyree. No ends, doubt about it. And the perfect run by the Patriots. But the score was tight. It was close. And, I, again, I don't see why this score wouldn't be close again this year. Let's not forget that they put, these two teams played each other uh, earlier in the season, and the, the score at the halftime, you know what the score was at, at the half? Yeah, uh, that would be double-zero. Double-zero. So these two teams... That, mean, that's not going to happen this game, by the way. I don't care what. There's no way this is going to be scoreless at the half. I think I have zero-zero in my boxes, so I'm hoping for a zero-zero <laughs> score. Of course, you're scamming it up. Uh, let me ask you a question. I, 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 you know I'm not a, a gambling man, but did you bet any money in the game? No, I did not. Ah, uh, whatever happens to a hundred will get you a thousand. Whatever happens, like Carlton, I thought you were gonna sit here and talk to me about how you you gotta bet money and win money and do this and, and take the three points and all that other crap. Yeah, I thought that was a little uh, shady and uh, I, I <laughs> well, it's think, legal, so it's shady. Yeah, but I'm definitely not gonna promote gambling on the air. I mean, there was uh, a rumor that I had put a hundred dollars down. To get I, I, I don't think it was a rumor. I think it was fact. I think you actually you told me about it off the air. So I don't know about rumors, but the fact is that you said it. So yeah. Let's be real about that, sir. Right. Super 42, though. Similarities to this game. Yeah, please. Obviously, the pass rush is a big, big factor in the game. And it was a big factor four years ago. Um, other than that, the Giants were not a team that threw the ball offensively. Um, so I can't tell you that there's many similarities from Super Bowl 42 to Super Bowl 46, other than the fact that the Giants' pass rush was just as ferocious as it was four years ago. Well... It's actually more it's actually more ferocious, but the truth of the matter is that when you talk about similarities, the real similarities in the game, other than the fact that they're playing the exact same team, is the road to the Super Bowl for the Giants. As I lined it out before, I mean, the Giants had to go through Green Bay. That, that's obviously never an easy task. And they went into Green Bay with a better quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers, let's be honest, he's better than Brett Favre. There's, there's no doubt about that. At the end of the day, when the facts are counted, when the numbers do not lie, he is, he is better than Aaron they had to beat the Cowboys, even though it wasn't in the playoffs. They still had to go to them. They had to go to, you know, the Bucks. You could substitute them for the Falcons. Um, and here they are going against the mighty Patriots. It, that, those are the similarities. In terms of the game, you know, I don't see it because the Giants have a better wide receiving core than they did back then. They're, they're, they don't have as good of a, of a running back in terms of, you know, not 
Well, they actually did have uh, Brandon Jacobs in my breast. What am I talking about? Sorry, I was thinking about Tiki Barber. Forget, forgive me. I was thinking about how much better they'd be if they had Tiki right now. But aside from that, um, they have the exact same running back. And, um, you know, the, the, the running game wasn't as prominent in the first one. I think that, you know, the Giants just have they have superior offense, and their pass rush is – you can't mess with it. And when you talk about the, the New England defense, they're not going to be able to contain Tuck. They're not going to be able to contain Osu. They're not going to be able to contain – JPP, you down with JPP? Yeah, you know I am, sir. You know that I am. <laughs> I want a little rant there. I say, yeah, of I course. Mean, I mean, that's a trigger. It's all about ranting and raving like lunatics. Yeah, four years ago, the, the Giants, I mean, I don't see similarities in the season. The Giants were already Oh, this the, the playoffs. Playoffs? playoffs? The playoffs? Come on. You can't tell me there's not similarities in the road, the, the actual playoff road. No, because the Giants Shut were, up. The Giants, I'm gonna, we're going to mute you. The Giants were already in the playoffs before the playoffs started, so they had locked that up. The Giants have been playing must-win games since. But the Giants were in the play. I'm talking about the actual playoffs, not the. I'm talking about the the, the way that the Giants got to the Super Bowl the last few games. What what are the differences? You tell me, sir. I just think they've been, this year they played superior teams. Uh, four years ago they played the uh, Dallas Cowboys, the Green Bay Packers, and the Tampa Bay Bucks. This year you played uh, the Atlanta Falcons, which were a little better than the Tampa Bay Bucks. But then you played the Super Bowl defending champions, Green the Bay Packers. Packers, in Green Bay, 15 and one team, and then you had to go play. Probably the toughest defense in the league, the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, good team or not. I mean, they're here, sir. The Giants are here. The Giants are This is it, sir. You know? What, what, let's, let's, uh, before we break down the game itself, you want to talk a little bit about legacy, sir? Shall we get into legacy? I think it's important to talk about legacy, yes. All right. So, so, so tell me, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, if they win, what does it say for their legacy? I think it puts them up. They're an elite you know, coach and quarterback right now, but if they win a fourth, um, that really puts them up on the super elite, as you will, because four Super Bowl rings, that, that says a lot for Tom Brady and a lot for Bill Belichick. Considering Bill Belichick's season to start, you know, his career to start wasn't that great. I mean, he was a Jets coach for a day. He, sucked he hates the Jets. Yeah, he was the coach of the, Loves them. the Cleveland Browns. So, even he fell into a perfect storm by Drew Bledsoe getting hurt. Right. And then all of a sudden, Tom Brady. I mean, nobody knew about Tom Brady. Seventh-round pick. I mean, this guy turned out to be the next Joe Montana now. I mean, you're right. You're I'm right. More convinced, I'm more convinced than, than ever, as I say that, is that the Jets are so jinxed. I mean, only <laughs> – I mean, look at think about this. The, the Patriots were a decent team, but it wasn't until Robert Kraft bought the team. It wasn't until Bill Belichick came in and started implementing winning. Right. Uh, and then Tom Brady. Wait, wait. Wait, he started implementing winning? What does that even mean? How do you implement winning? Well, they, they talk about the Patriots way I'm talking about. Oh, the Patriots way? Yeah, the Patriots way is no talk, just get the job done, be professional. Almost like the Yeah, they don't talk, they just email. Oh, wait, their wives email, sorry. Their wives email. So when you talk about their legacy, yeah, they're going to be considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest, tandem coach, quarterback of all time. Unfortunately, if they lose, they'll both be 3-2, and two, and they will have lost to the New York Giants. A team that gets their nemesis at this point because yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because in the Super Bowl, it seems like the, the the Giants have the Patriots number, so we'll see what happens Sunday. But their legacy, I think, does get tarnished if they, the Giants beat them again. Well, let me ask you: if you're looking at three and two with the legacy of a, of a Bill Belichick, I mean, I'm sorry, Bill Belichick. Um, oh, he means Spygate. <laughs> of course. How far does it knock them down? Because I mean, you look at Montana, you look at Bradshaw. I mean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're talking same coach, same same. Uh, Quarterback, right? You are. I mean, but three Super Bowl rings is nothing to see that, sir. Uh, I'm just trying to yeah, get but one. You, but, <laughs> you're right. But when you go back and you lose a back-to-back and a belly-to-belly two times, two times, two times, 
against the Giants, I mean, that, that's definitely a kick in the groin as far as I'm concerned in terms of your legacy. Now, flip side of that, let's look at uh, Eli and Tom. You tell me. Legacy. Hit it up, sir. If they lose, what's the legacy of Eli Manning and Tom the Coughlin? I think Tom Coughlin was a really good coach when he coached the Jacksonville, you know, um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, if I can cut you up for a second, I actually have read and heard out there in the, the world that the biggest, the, the owner of the, the Jaguars actually said the biggest mistake he ever made was letting Tom Coughlin go. Well, that's the problem about a lot of owners and general managers that they're so, like, you know, year to year about these performances that, you know, you'll never see a, a franchise like the, the Pittsburgh Steelers that's only had three head coaches in their franchise history. I mean, every team now races their, their coach even week to week. I mean, fans want Tom Coughlin out of here when they're 6-6. Six and six. I mean, that's typical performance. But Tom Coughlin has grown to be a great head coach. He's definitely, you know, him and Eli have formed a great tandem. They, they won a Super Bowl in 2007, a Super Bowl that I don't think anybody gave him a chance to win. So, wait. You're telling me, you mentioned this earlier, you honestly don't think that if, if the Cough wins his second Super Bowl, you don't think he's going to get into the Hall of Fame? I mean, he's going he's to get a great coach. And you don't think that Eli is going to get in there, sir? You don't think that Eli is going to make it? Sir? Two Super Bowls. How many guys don't have the one? He's going to have two Super Bowls, and he's going to be the driving force technically behind both of those Super Bowls. I don't think I said Tom Coughlin shouldn't get in the Hall of Fame. I said okay. Eli Manning probably wouldn't get in the Hall of Fame. How is he not going to get in the Hall of Fame? He's putting up good numbers. This is career year. If he, if he keeps it at this level, there's no doubt he's going to be a Hall of Fame. No doubt. I should super keep you right out of your boots right now just for saying <laughs> All right, sir. So anyway, so if they lose, tell me. If, if the Giants lose and Tom Coughlin's legacy, I think he still goes down as one of the greatest coaches that's uh, coached. In the NFL, I think Eli Manning. You know, wait, 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 wait. One on one in the Super Bowl. How does he go down? The, I mean, I'm sorry. How many? How many times did he play? How does he go down one of the greatest coaches in the NFL if he loses? Um, I'm just saying that the fact that he better than Bill Belichick. He, he took the Jacksonville Jaguars to two AFC title games. He's taken now the Giants to the Super Bowl and a second Super Bowl. So there you go. I mean, I think that he's one of the better coaches. I mean, he's not. He's a professional guy. He gets things done. Like what I want to know is why are you so anti Eli Manning? Why do you why do you why are you so down on him? That, that's what I want to know. That's the pure goal listening audience wants to know. That's what Elwood in, in Indianapolis wants to know. Tell me, sir, why are you down on Eli? Because I can't I can't say that because Eli Manning had two good seasons, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Last year he had a good season, and this year he had a good season. When else has he had a great Hall of Fame season? Good point. <laughs> that's a good point. You know he's not his brother. I said before he's not his brother, but. Give me a big game, sir. He's a big game quarterback. He, he is, is a big much. game. He's better than his brother when it comes to, you know, when you're talking when it matters the most. There's no doubt in my mind that Eli Manning is a clutch quarterback and he's become a clutch quarterback. That's not one of the criteria to get into the Hall of Fame, though. you got to put the stats. you got to put the numbers. I think if Eli Manning has another maybe four or five seasons like he did the last two years, I think, yeah, then maybe he's a potential candidate for the Hall of Fame. All right, Fame. let me ask you. Is, is Ben Roethlisberger, is he a Hall of Fame quarterback? Ben Roethlisberger... I don't know. I, 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 he might be. He might not be. I think uh, the jury's out on him too. It's hard to say. I he's mean, not two and one of the but I, I honestly, I think Eli is a better quarterback. The thing about Ben is that Ben is like a tank, and he can get hit over and over and over again, and he can take a beating. You know, but Eli's a better quarterback in terms of throwing. And what I want to know is why is Stuart Rivers even thrown into this conversation anymore? So can you tell me? Eli's about to win the second Super Bowl. Uh, Roethlisberger has two Super Bowls, been to three. How is Philip Rivers is awful. How 
was even in talk. Did you throw Philip Rivers into the conversation? Because I didn't. No, but I'm saying I hear it in sports talk. You're always talking about Philip Rivers. All right, they were drafted in the same class, but that's it. Philip Rivers stinks. The franchise stinks. Is that all stinks? I agree. I don't think Philip Rivers is clutch, and I agree with you. The facts are is that Eli Manning and Ben Roethlisberger are almost have a similar career. I mean, the first Super Bowl that the, the Pittsburgh Steelers got there with Ben Roethlisberger, he was absolutely terrible with the Seattle, against the Seattle Seahawks. And then he had a really good uh, Super Bowl against the uh, Arizona Cardinals. So Eli and Ben Roethlisberger right now are, I, I think, are one and one A in terms of you know potentially getting into the Hall of Fame. I could see that, sir. Now, as we near the top of the hour, of course, we have to remind you that we're coming to you live from Whole Foods in Union, New Jersey. Joe mentioned earlier, it's actually his uh, place of, the, of uh, business. Joe is the, uh, what do you do here, Joe? Uh, my official title is the Payroll and Benefits Specialist, sir. Did you say Payroll and Bezler? What was that? Benefits. Oh, Payroll and Benefits. Okay. I see everybody walking by, seeing your hands in. I mean, you're, you're something of a celebrity here, am I mistaken? Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime. People get a an accurate paycheck. I mean, uh, it's all about the money. As Vince McMahon would say, it's all about the money. <laughs> and of course, we thank Whole Foods again for for coming, you know, allowing us to come into your your homes, into your living room from this place. Now, you know, before we continue further, we're gonna have to have a little uh, a little promo spot here, sir. And uh, we're gonna have the lovely Amber Joy Watkins tell us exactly what she thinks about pure gold. And if for those of you who are missing that, you'll you'll hear it now. This is Miss Pennsylvania USA 2011, Amber Joy Watkins. Make sure you tune in to Pure Gold every week. Check them out for yourself at puregoldpg.com. It is truly a show about anything and everything. And Dave and Joe tell it like it is. Yes, Amber, you're right. We do tell it like it is. We see fans here walking by, talking Super Bowl, people just excited, kids stuff in their faces, kids excited, hungry, eating. People screaming, you hear children screaming off in the distance. I mean, this is what a supermarket is all about. Here. This is what pure gold is all about. Because if I'm not mistaken, I have my daughter who's somewhere around here in the vicinity as the PA is announcing pure gold over the internet. Uh, somebody, you know, if my daughter, has, she, she appears in the show many times by default, of course. <laughs> you mentioned uh, food and uh, before, and uh, yeah, we, we will be getting samples here. Somewhere. Will we? Are you sure about that? I'm I don't sure. know where the samples are. I'm sure I see you again hungry. I'm looking at the cut fresh, cut fruit and fresh juice over there. Good stuff. Hey, is that out fruit? What the heck does that even say? I see that over there, a little juice bar. I see big games, so many different things. Um, you know, we were supposed to interview some people here from Whole Foods about, you know, what people eat from big game as that woman staring at me. You know what her problem is. You're probably coming. You come start to PG. You come start to PG right now. <laughs> you know, yeah, you keep walking, lady. Right by that cup fruit, by the way, is the salsa and guacamole that's made fresh every day. So. If you want to have a, uh, a fun show, I mean, you want to have a great Super Bowl party, you definitely want to come and uh, check out Giants by 17. Wow, that's, that's a quite a prediction. You want to come check out the guacamole and the fresh um, the fresh dips that they have there because any dip with that kind of salsa, that kind of guacamole, fresh every day is pure gold. Yeah, and speaking of pure gold, we have a, we have a visitor here who, it looks like she's throwing up the hand signals. We're joined uh, live in the studio, and I'm not sure she's going to come on the microphone, but we're joined by Sabrina, who has a look on her face like she just wants to stomp the Giants to stomp out the Patriots, and she's wearing her pure gold shirt. Hi, Sabrina. Yeah. Little gunshot here. She's wearing a PG shirt. She's she's modeling it for us, but apparently she her voice box is not working right now. 
she did cut a promo the other night. She did say, yeah, my name did. is Sabrina, and I love your gold. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, what, what's interesting is that Joe's wife is also here, and uh, the, the wonderful thing about Joe's wife, she's not a Giants fan. She's a 49ers fan. It's amazing how, like, as soon as a San Francisco fan... We have another 49ers fan coming up here. gathering of 49ers fans. Uh, we have we're joined by Pete, the store team leader of Whole Foods Market in Milburn Union, New Jersey. Oh, and um, Pete, I had to walk over. Of course, you did. You did. I mean, we broke it down. The Giants, they, you know, they took a lot of uh, let's what was it? A roller coaster ride this season. Six and two, six and six. A lot of bumps and bruises along the way. They got healthy. And if it was not for Kyle Williams' knee getting in the way, <laughs> they'd be in the Super Bowl, right? But it was a great ride for the Niners as well. 13-3, nobody expected that. So we thought it was going to be a repeat of, uh, of the first time around. It wasn't to be. Right? <laughs> it was a heartbreaker, but Giants are a tough team. So the both defenses played such a great game. You just knew it was going to be the first team to make a mistake. It was going to probably lose. That's what happened. And let me ask you, uh, next year, you're looking at the Niners to be back in the playoffs. Was this a fluke, or, or do the... the the Niners have an established pattern here that we're going to see them in the next couple of years uh, making making an impact in the NFC and, of course, in the NFL. You know, I don't know if it's going to be returned to glory years, but it seems like the foundation is, is coming back stronger. We've got a very strong head coach, obviously. Um, he now has confidence in Alex Smith. Alex Smith played with, you know, all the offensive coordinators and all the head coaches. And I think he's going to have to confidence going in the next year. The defense is one of the best in the game. They're going to be solid again. Their division is a weak division, so they should definitely be back in the playoffs. Now, do you have confidence in Alex Smith? Do I have confidence? Yeah, do you have confidence in him? Yeah, he's a good game manager. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, you know, not spectacular, but I think he's going to build off of this year. We talked about this uh, earlier, a little bit earlier, with uh, Vernon Davis, of course, an awesome uh, wide receiver. The, the two bombs that he threw, other than that, he pretty much was non-existent for the, uh, for the NFC title game. Now, Joe... Since Pete is uh, your your good friend here, is there anything you'd like to ask him before we, uh, you know, Giants? Any any predictions you guys have there, Pete? Well, what do you think? I want to ask Pete. I mean, he, he probably mentioned he said Alex Smith got confident. So I guess you, you're not a fan of potentially getting Eli um, Peyton Manning. Uh, yeah, not Eli. Eli's staying in New York. Yeah, he's staying in New York. Good. I mean, I don't know where Peyton's going to end up, but I think any team would have to think about that. Really, he's uh, obviously a Hall of Famer, so you have to think long and hard about that one. Definitely. So, prediction. What do you think? Tomorrow's game. Oh, I think it's going to be a great game. For the two season teams, they both really show up for playoffs. They don't do a lot of trash talking. They just go about their business. Um, you know, you got to like the Giants peaking right now. Their defense has been so, so strong. So I, I kind of like the Giants again. They do more high scoring than it was four years ago. You got a score for us? Uh, 28-21, Giants. I like it. Anybody who picks the Giants is a, is a good man in my book. And, and Pete's a busy guy, so I, before I let him go, I mean, I was mentioning about the, the fresh block in the morning salsa, but Pete, can you tell us what else we got, you know, in store for food here? Because, you know, it's all about food, family, fun, and the food here is just amazing. So do you have anything that, do you know what kind of food is amazing, for example? All kinds of chicken wings. Chicken wings are super popular this time of year. Also, it's going to have wings all over the hot bar, all over the times, a beautiful platter of all our teams over in the Fairfield area. Uh, the meat team is totally dialed in with uh, spiders, marinated chicken wings, everything you can think of. All the teams have platters, everything you need for parties. Uh, 
Uh, the homemade guacamole you guys already talked about. Yeah. Tremendous. Where are you going to be eating for the Super Bowl? That's what I want to know. That's we're going to make a batch of, of, uh, we're gonna make a batch of turkey chili. Oh, nice. I like and, that. Uh, get some brown uh, dark meat from here. And we'll probably do up some chicken wings and uh, you know, some uh, chips and salsa. Ooh, good. People, they got to try uh, the Sochil. It's a beautiful brand from the Southwest. It's a thin, crispy tortilla chip. The best one we have. I like that. that. Sounds good. I think Joe's going to be in that tomorrow, right, Joe? Yeah. Sounds good to me. I mean, but, you know, thanks for coming Thank by. you so much, Pete. We appreciate right, it. Definitely for your time. Thank <laughs> you, sir. That is the man, the myth, and legend, folks. Pete yes, Davey. absolutely. And Pete is the, the reason, the main reason that we're having this show here. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, we thank Pete so much for a few minutes as, as he happens to just walk by. So, we figure we'd be, <laughs> we would just pull him in. You know, and I, another person that I want to thank, and we're going to thank him Absolutely. Again, as he's walking away from the booth. I don't he know. cannot walk away because Sue Henderson is our marketing team there. And she, she came up with the idea. She ran it by Pete. Pete said, okay, but... Sue, big time giant fan, are you not? I certainly am. I am, and I'm also married to like the world's greatest giant. Yeah, Well, I thank you on the air for help. Uh, you know, I want to do the show here from Whole Foods Market along with Pete. But um, do you have any predictions? Any predictions that you have? Uh, yes, we play <laughs> we play house bells the first morning on the, on the morning of February. We're ready, and that's when I wake up to that ACDC song playing very loudly, and you know the Giants are going to win whenever you do that. I believe his name is Jack. Jack, I just want to let you know that the speakers are in good condition. They're in fine condition. We actually didn't use them for technical difficulties, so Sue will put them back in one piece. I don't. I know you're talking about common tradition. I don't want to ruin that, Sue, so just let Jack know that it's okay. Hey, we appreciate that. Yeah, it's all about tradition, right? Yeah. So we definitely thank Sue for, we definitely thank Sue for coming out. Um, Sue. Around the, uh, around the store uh, uh, today, this morning. Um, how are all the teams looking in terms of food? Because it's all about food, family, and fun. Can you stop saying food, family, and fun? Seriously? And fans. Let's get that fourth episode. Yeah, get the, get the um, app going. As we said, all the teams are dialed in. We are ready. If you want to make your own guacamole, we have the avocados are the perfect recipe for it. We have everything you need. Five days, we've got a big party. We have your chicken wings, your meatballs, everything you need. Uh, one of my favorites are the sliders. I really like the cheddar yeah, sliders. The onion sliders. Sounds good. Perfect roll. Really good. And the I'm getting hungry. Nice. You can actually grill. That's true. Yeah, and we're Obviously, you're going to pick the Giants, but you have a score, so we can say that Sue picked the score, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Let's say 27-20. Nice. I like that. I'll go with that. Thank you so much for joining us, Sue. We really appreciate it. Thank you for making this night, this this evening, this afternoon, this morning. This morning. Possible. <laughs> we were so confused. Yeah. <laughs> we go on a Tuesday night. <laughs> Yeah, we're so used to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but instead we're at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on a Saturday. I mean, this is, uh, sir, this is as big as it gets. And, of course, we thank Sue. We thank uh, Pete. I mean, we thank everyone who's, who's made it happen. As we see some fans here looking at the, the Tiergo booth, they're stunned. They're amazed. They don't know what's going on. But, sir, as we wrap up the first hour, we'd like to remind everyone, if you'd like to call on the show and be a part, 714-364-4721. And, of course, the website, PureGoPG.com, where you can follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, YouTube, and everything else. And we have fans here 
And Joe, I, I believe we need to get a prediction from this uh, this gentleman. Hi. How are you? Who are we talking to? Hi, Chloe. Who are you going for? All right, Homer. Um, <laughs> Okay. Are you looking forward to the Super Bowl? Yeah. you buy some food for the game today? Um, no, I'm fine. Oh, okay. Do you have a prediction for them? Um, I... That's a good enough prediction for Dave. And I'm joined by... Hi, Jerry. How are you? Hi, Jerry. How are you? Are you also a giant fan? No, I'm not. Oh, my God. I would never have thought that. You're a Patriot fan, huh? What? All right, all right, this, this interview is over. Before we let you go, I'm going to talk to you today. Give me a prediction. I'm guessing the Patriots are going to win in your prediction, but give me a score. Um, 14, 14, 20. There you go. A Patriot fan. Uh, and the daughter that's a giant fan. How's that happen? Thank you so much for joining us. Of course, we appreciate our, our, our the audience here as they walk by, and uh, it looks like we have a caller here, and... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, we're joined by the one and only. I mean, I guess it's always possible that I that I could be mistaken. We're going to be joined by the one and only Mitch, and uh, hopefully I'm right here. Is this Mitch from Fort Lee? Yes, yes, Mitch from Fort Lee. Hey. How Mitch in the world are you doing, sir? How you guys been? Awesome, awesome. Uh, I know you're a big Jets fan, so you've probably been in hiding. Let me ask you, sir. You're a good football fan. You're a good sports fan. What do you do on the Super Bowl before we get to the prediction? Uh, t- tell us a little bit about your Super Bowl tradition. Uh, I have a party at my house every year, which uh, people who remain nameless have been invited to previously. <laughs> Forget about the people. Uh, <laughs> tell me about the party. What kind of Whatever, Regardless of who's playing, um, I have a party, and uh, we have the football pool, and it's, it's a lot of fun. And I, I just watch the game. I, I, as a fan, you, you know, your team loyalties aside, when once uh, once my team is gone, which seems to be every year, um, I just become a more engaging host, and I host a good party, and I just hope for a good game, and that maybe I win a couple bucks in my own pool. Not that I cheat or anything. Of course not. Now let me ask you, food-wise, what do you mean? What's the top dish? Traditional. We got traditional stuff. You know, we got we got the meatballs, we got the pizza rolls, we got the. You can't have a Super Bowl party without without buffalo wings. Um, you know, all, all the usuals, dessert, cannolis, you know, you know how it goes. Nice and so easy. Mitch, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gala event. Right. So, Mitch, now that, you know, your team is out of it, and you look at this Super Bowl uh, rematch from four years ago, what do you think that, what do you think the Giants need to do one thing need to do well to win the game, and what do you think the Patriots need to do well to win the game? Um, key for the Giants is their defense, which has gotten stronger yeah. as the season's gone on. Um, I think the key to the turnaround, and you can talk about about Eli's heroics as the season went on, and, and there were several games that he seemed to have uh, won single-handedly for them. But when everyone got healthy on the defense, and started playing better. I I believe is when when they started when they started that streak and, and things started going well for them. So they need to uh, be off the field. They need to hit Brady, hit him hard, and, and get off the field and, and keep the Eli on the field, and, and that's going to be key for them. And, and the Patriots, it's the opposite. Um, they definitely, actually, it's the same thing. They need to keep Eli off the field. Brady's got to get on the field. And uh, I, I think that um, if they go for a quick strike, it, it favors the Giants in that that the Patriots will throw something down the field, have a quick score, but then that'll leave Eli on the field. It'll it'll give them a, long, a lot of time to have a long drive. You know, you want to 
15, 16 play drive, eat up eight, nine minutes, and that, that favors the Giants. So the Patriots, I think, should um, concentrate on doing the same thing, trying to get a long, a long possession and keep the Giants off the field. Right. Um, now, I, I yeah. want to ask you because you're a loyal listener and uh, you're a great fan. I just want to ask you too, if Eli Manning wins his second Super Bowl, I mean, we've been talking about this pretty much throughout the morning. Is he a Hall of Famer already? Um, I mean, that's a tough one. I, I think you have to look at the body of work and, and over over the course of his career. Early in his career, and even up to that first Super Bowl, he really he really didn't play well and didn't have good numbers. He seemed to be halfway through that, that 2007 season. He seemed the light seemed to go on. Now, yeah, you can have two rings, but you have to give a lot of credit to, to Coughlin. You have to give a lot of credit to, to the offense. Right. Um, this season, I think, is more on him, yeah, than it was last time. And he's he's played well in big games. And two rings, if you guys have one, let alone two, it'll definitely put him in the running. But it's you know it's not a it's not a lock at this point. He'll have to. I don't know if he'll have to win another one, but he'll have to have you know start stacking up some numbers. I think. Thank you, win. Mitch. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So you agree with him? Now I understand what you're saying. But the type of season that he had this year, I honestly believe that Eli's coming to his own. And if you look at his body of work, he is a great fourth-quarter quarterback. And, of course, in the playoffs, I mean, if he wins tomorrow, which we suspect he will, he's, he's going to be elevated to another level. But if he keeps up this level of play that he did throughout this regular season, keep the interceptions down, I think there's no doubt he's going to be a Hall of Famer. But I can definitely see your point and Joe's point that he needs to be a little bit more consistent regular season-wise. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know the numbers. Is there anyone who has two rings that's not in at this point? That's a good question. Uh, you'd have to look at that. And if there's not, if everyone who's got a second one, um, then, then, then that's your answer right there. Because then the, the, the uh, Hall of Fame can look at championships and not overall body of work. So, and they're all guys that have not won one that are in. So, you know, it's, it's like I've always said, if Phil Simms had gotten a second, uh, if he had been leading the Giants to that second Super Bowl, then he would definitely be in the uh, in the Hall of Fame because that's everyone the big quarterback that, he yeah. was. You know, th- there's that no doubt about that. If he had that second ring, he'd be in, yeah. Listen, Mitch, we, we definitely appreciate you you calling in. We appreciate you giving us some time. Of course, a uh, loyal fan. Give us a prediction, sir. At the end of the day, what's the prediction going to be? Oh, um, it's going to be a good game, I think. They always seem to play well. I, I think at the end, uh, who's ever got the ball last, but I would, I would say Giants. I'm not going to give you a score, give me a but score. I think the Giants are going to oh, win Oh, come later. on, give me a score. <laughs> I'm clueless. I, I don't know what the uh, – it could be high scoring. But with the defense, I, I don't think so. I, I think it's going to be, you know, what, 27-24, Giants? All right, that'll work. Mitch, Mitch is 27-24. Mitch, thank you so much. All right, boys. We appreciate it, sir. We'll talk to you okay. soon. All right, take care. And, folks, we, we have, uh, you know, quite a few things going on here. We, we have uh, someone here, just some random person walking in off the street. And, sir, Mr. Patek County Community College, we'd like to ask you, um, Tomorrow's Super Bowl game. Can you give me a prediction? Giants or Patriots? Giants. And can you give me a score? Giants win by three. Giants win by three. Now, let me ask you, what's the key to the game? How did the Giants win this? Give me one thing. If you can just give me one thing, random stranger off the street, what would it be? Defense. You just got to keep going out. Defense, they just got to keep going after him, sir. What do you think? Uh, that's pure gold right there. 
Sir, we thank you so much for, for giving us some time. I think he's nervous to be on the radio. A little, little this person I've never seen before is a little nervous to be on the radio. We're, we're very excited, of course, that so many fans walking by. Um, and we have we have another fan here. Uh, we have, I believe it's his wife. Now, I could be mistaken, but um, let me ask you, ma'am, what do you think tomorrow's Super Bowl? Who are you rooting for? Giants, Giants, Giants. All right, now, as she, as she runs away screaming, um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, sir, we still have not broken down the game. We've had so many people walking by. We've had so many random things. Um, we have another person here we'd like to ask if he can give us a prediction. Uh, sir, let me ask you, who do you think is going to win tomorrow's Super Bowl? And will you be watching it? Yeah, I will. Um, Giants. Now, what makes you say the Giants are going to win? Give me, give me one reason you think they're gonna win. They rock. Okay. There you go. The Giants rock. We we have these wonderful fans here walking by. We thank them so much for joining us. Sir, we have yet to break down the game. We still won't because I probably know that we will be getting some samples. Oh, finally, the excitement ensues as of course people can take our cards and they can uh, you know pass them out, give them to your friends, give them to your neighbors, give them to the people in the street, give them to the people in your church. And I'm sure that some people here do go to a, a nice church. Um, is that the one and only? I mean, am I mistaken? Are we joined on the phone by the biggest tool out there? Is is, is this Todd Johnstone? <laughs> the biggest tool, huh? Listen, Todd, why are you not here? That's what I want to know. I want you to tell the Pure Gold audience, the biggest show ever, the biggest show in the history of Pure Gold. Why are you not live and in person? And I don't want to hear any excuses because I will hunt you down. Because if I'm not mistaken, you live pretty close to here, so I'm going to come get you after the show. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something that every single one of us and all of the listening audience can understand. We're all, we're married, are we not? We're married we guys. We are. Sometimes we need to keep the peace. <laughs> Unbelievable. Especially if he wants to watch the Super Bowl in peace tomorrow, he's got to keep the peace that is today. Correct. <laughs> so I, I I've been listening. I, I I've been listening to the whole show. Okay and. I have to say, I could taste blood in my mouth. <laughs> Eli Manning is not going to the Hall of Fame. He's been a pedestrian quarterback his entire career. Yep. His statistics every year have been pedestrian at best. He's been clutching the fourth quarter this year. What about this year? He's going to have to win four Super Bowls to get into the Hall of Fame on his pedestrian statistics. There you he go. Is not a Hall of Fame Todd. caliber quarterback. On, He's not even a top three quarterback. Hold on, Todd. Hold on. Let me ask you this. Is this coming from the place that we all know you're a miserable, disgruntled, awful Jets fan? No, it's not. Is that where that. this is from? I'm not asking you. Shut up. You, sir, Todd, tell me. What do you think? Be honest. I am having a really, really hard offseason so far. Uh, it's been... Really, really tough. Now, we talked about this at the beginning of the season, and I, I take it. I take it on the chin. I said that this would happen. When we didn't make the playoffs, we would earn the right for everybody to bash us, okay? And that's fine. I accept that. But I agree. the New York media has been extremely harsh on Mark Sanchez, and it's not all his fault. Agreed. All the bashing that he has taken this year, if you look at Sanchez's statistics, he has moved forward. More completion, his completion rate was higher, 
He threw more touchdowns this year. He did throw more interceptions than last year, but still less than his rookie year. The guy is progressing. And it's unfair of the New York media to treat him the way that they have. They can kill Rex all they want. And that I don't care about. You know, for one but class, to talk I about the Giants, it's just killing me the way that the, the media is just talking about the New York Giants. Like, it is the second coming. It is just, it is sickening. Well, that's your misery speaking. But I agree with you. I actually think that uh, Sanchez is better than people give him credit for. And I think people are going nuts, um, bashing him too much. But let me ask you, as a miserable thumb-sucking Jets fan that you are, and of course a valued member this year going Team Todd, I know that I messed with you and I, I, I rag on you, and I did want to see you in person so I could hit you with one of these organic stools. <laughs> Give us a prediction, sir. What do you think? Who uh, is winning this I game tomorrow? This, this Super Bowl to me is, is almost unwatchable. Uh, in 2007, I, I had I was full on on the Giants. I was rooting as hard as any New York Giants fan could root for them to beat the perfect pass. This year, solely because of the New York media, you guys will get beaten, and you're going to get beaten bad. It's not even going to be close. I'm predicting 28-13. It's going to be a rout. Is this your take, by the way, or is this just your prediction? This is my take, my prediction, the full Monty. I, I don't think that you guys are prepared for the Patriots. You guys are in the same situation that the Pats are in as far as your road to the Super Bowl. Neither one of these teams deserve to be here. Both of these teams made it on a special team's faux pas that cost them the game. That's just the plain fact of it all. The Ravens are a better team than the Pats. The Niners are a way better team than the Giants are. Oh, you That's just the plain fact of it. Throw up. I'm, I'm so glad that you're not here in person, Because if it were, this would be coming to blows. We would be fist fighting right now. How can you sit there in your pomp and your circumstance and your filth, sitting there wallowing in your own filth, telling me that the, that the Niners are far better? The Niners don't have an offense. Alex Smith is not that great of a quarterback. The Giants, the Giants' offense is far superior. I agree with you that the Ravens should be in there, but they're not. And you know what the fact is, Todd? You're home sucking your thumb in there with your team sitting on your hands because the Jets suck, and that's a fact. And you know what? You and every other Jets fan on the planet can bite me because the Giants are going to take it all the way, and if they don't win, I, I want you to call in Tuesday, and you can rip me for the whole hour. How about that? The Giants are going to win. I, I, I will not your face, and I hope you sit home and you get trashed, and you just sit there like, oh, my life sucks because the Jets suck. I will not rip you. I, I promise I will not rip you, but I will call and take my lumps on Tuesday. Oh, no, I want you to read me. I want to hear it. It's the Giants food. Hey, Todd, Todd, I just want to let you know that we have samples in front of us that we're going to try out in a few minutes. But uh, tell us what you're making at home because you're a big foodie as well, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I'll all year long, NFL Sunday in my house all year long is a big event. And uh, it's, it's, it's full family fun, and I hashtagged it already. Oh, I'll the hashtag out there for you, David. Thank you. Um, it, it's always a very big event, and... Uh, for for Super Bowl Sunday, we we tend to get a little bit more um, parking lot ish, more tailgate ish. We do more tailgate style food than we do would normally do during the year. Um, during during the regular season, we'll we'll smoke brisket, we'll have smoked turkey, we'll do uh, you know all kinds of crazy food that you know things that we want to try. But on on Super Bowl Sunday, we tend to get very traditional with um, 
with wings and burgers and dogs. Your, and, your take is not food. Can you, what do you eat? Can you tell me, please? You've been sitting here rambling and raving for five minutes about tradition. What do you eat, sir? Tell me. We're having, we'll be eating wings. We're going to be having a big bowl of, of turkey chili. We're going to be eating burgers nice. and dogs. Very parking lot traditional. I like that. I like that. So, you have anything before I hang up on this guy? I just want to know because Todd's been with us since, since the, the beginning, beginning. Yeah, since the beginning. Just because he knows how to break it down. Just give me again. I've been asking a lot of people this. One key for the Giants to win. One key for the Patriots. What's the, give me one for each. Well, I think that for the Patriots, I think that uh, if Vince Wilford can get the penetration into the backfield that he's been able to get on on most every team they've faced this year. I think that uh, that's going to be problematic because Eli, just like Tom Brady, does not really move that well out of the, out of the backfield. Um, that, I think, would be problematic. Now, for the, for the Giants, I mean, I think that they're dropping seven is going to be a problem. That's going to be a big problem for the pass. If Brady can't get the ball out of his hands quickly, then it's going to be game over. I mean, special teams is not going to be effective. Um, I, I think it's really going to be penetration at the back. Either one of these guys moves well. So that's my team. All right, Todd. I enjoy the game, and uh, you'll never meet Dave. I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think it's not meant to be. Todd, thank you so much for joining us, as always. And I, I rip you all the time, but your uh, input is always appreciated. And I hope and I pray that tomorrow you sit here crying into your turkey chili, stuff in your face while the Giants stomp the Patriots out. Thank you, sir. Have a good one, guys. Everybody enjoy. You too, sir. Folks, that was the one only Todd Johnson. And before we, we, we get move further, we have some samples here, Joe. Tell us what we have. Well, it looks like we have... Oh, Sue's going to tell us what we have. Yeah, Sue's going to tell us. All right. Well, I visited our prep foods, our produce, and our specialty department. Some specialty. We have a wonderful cheddar cheese with pork wraps, and that's great on sliders. And we also have a mozzarella and cheese roll. Um, some prepared foods we decided to go with the wings. We have a popular wing. We have both the buffalo and one of the, my favorites, which is the sweet chili. And then, of course, we've got our world-famous guacamole made right here in-house. They are making it literally. They're making it. People are buying it. So you can't get it much fresher than that. Thanks, Sue. And as Dave chomps down, because he's been hungry since like about 8 o'clock when I picked him up for this show, Dave, how's it taste? This is actually my breakfast. This is really good. Guacamole is really good. So you like guacamole? Oh, I do. That's awesome. So you can buy it at Whole Foods here in Milburn, New Jersey. Because my mouth is, is burning. I think you said worse right you said there's horseradish in the guacamole? No, this is a horseradish cheddar. Oh, the cheddar, okay. Yeah. 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 So, no, the guacamole is pretty. It's, it's your very traditional um, guacamole with our little just, you know, maize and love, and it just has a little bit of extra in it that people say swear by our guacamole as the best they've ever tasted. The extra, definitely. There's something extra in there. It's good. Very good. <laughs> Thanks, oh. Sue. And uh, now you're trying the cheese. So, what do you think about the cheese, sir? I'd like you to try it. It's good. I like it. Well, I'm talking. I'm trying to narrate this, because oh, I do right. try this every day. <laughs> I, I do get samples here and there, you know, sir. Oh, it's good. It's cheese good. good to you. All right. I never thought I'd eat anything with horseradish in it, but it's very good. Right. Are you a fan of prosciutto, by the way? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to eat that, too. If you're a fan of prosciutto with the mozzarella, it's, uh, you know, it's heaven. It's a very easy appetizer to have. Looks nice. A nice little roll-up. Mm, great Very roll-up. good. How are you? This is good stuff here. Whole Foods, everything they have here is, I mean, like I said before, I actually 
do like the super market, so I've got to mix up with these samples. But why, I'm going to eat yours too, thanks Now I'm just wondering why you rip me about when I say about food, family, and fun. I mean, what You said it like 10 times today. And it's all about food, family, and fun, and friends, and football, and fans. That's like 9F. You be, all right. I You're right. Get the FL yet, but so. <laughs> well, we can't. You can't. You said it multiple times, and I see we have a little PG handing out our cards here. Thanks so much to her. Sir, this is really good. I, I really have to admit, I enjoy it. I'm enjoying everything here. And I'm literally, this is my breakfast. Good. And uh, I want to welcome in another San Fran fan over here. I believe her name is Andrea. No, just kidding. <laughs> She's actually my place. Another, another uh, San Fran fan. You know, did you, uh, I know that, I know Sam Fran, the loss was heartbreaking. <laughs> Kyle Williams, what were you thinking when the ball hit you on the knee? You know, go after it, but are you looking forward to the Super Bowl at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't care for the Giants. I care less for the Patriots, but um, we are at home, so uh, it's sort of hard to not risk for one of them, but I'm just going to start with the And we weren't going to talk about commercials, I guess. Um, our, our in reporting is not going to be talking about commercials, so we might have to break that down ourselves later. But um, do you agree that it's all about food and family? And, oh, would you, you know stop it's, saying that, please? You know it's my second favorite holiday of the year. You're making me sick. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, it's a great time. Um, I won't say so much about family. I think it's about friends. Um, I think it's definitely about parties. It's definitely about food. And if you don't hear who's in it, then it's more of a party than it is actually watching the about it. It's probably going to want to stay home by yourself and sort of, you know, not be bothered by it. Good point. Good point. Do you have a prediction? Um, um, I don't really care. Um, but I, I, I don't think it's a giant. I think it's a giant. Uh, 21. Oh, 16. Nice. Sir, it's nice to hear bitter Niners fan. Thank you so much for, for your take. We appreciate it. As a uh, little PC is running around the store somewhere. Man, this stuff is good. It's hot. I'm, my mouth is burning. I think I need a napkin. Do you guys sell napkins in this place? <laughs> I'm trying to get you a napkin, sir. Uh, we actually had a Patriot fan, and he worked here. He ran away. Uh, he, he ran away, but uh, we'll see if we get him. Just get another perspective because there's definitely a lot of giant fans here today. Obviously, definitely, maybe. So I'm literally licking my fingers here. This is good stuff. Yeah, stop licking your fingers. Anyway, as you lick your fingers, I'm going to be talking to Harry, who's actually a Patriot fan. He crisps me every single week being a Jeff fan, and he's superior. He's a Patriot fan. Sir, are you looking forward to the game? What do you think? Well, I'm looking forward to it, but to be honest with you, I think it's going to be a little bit of a blowout. I think we're going to be a little let down. Folks, we've had issues upon issue upon issue here today. For some reason, uh, the, the internet keeps cutting out. But we're joined, we're proud and purpose finally to be joined by Mr. John Paul Gonzalez. And for those of you who don't know, he was actually one of the first guests in the history of our show. And more importantly than that, he is the man who, I would say, single-handedly, forget Tom Coughlin, forget Eli Manning, forget, forget uh, you know, Victor Cruz and the rest of them, single-handedly responsible for this giant Super Bowl run. I have a question for him, though, Oh, do you? Yeah. I just want to know. I mean, I heard the Giants flew out pizza to Indianapolis because they needed that. How did they not fly you out, sit you at the 50-yard line, <laughs> and watch the Super Bowl, watch the Giants win? Uh, well, I guess uh, <laughs> I have no problem. <laughs> I Jeez, think, um, Giants? That's a good question. That's it. 
that's a good question. No, but John, seriously, we thank you so much for stopping by. I know you have a big uh, tournament today. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, about the event. I mean, you went, you spoke to them. I know that you, you know you're your friend's champion, other Giants. Um, as a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, he, he discovered you know for for Montclair. Now, tell us, in your own words, what what inspired you to talk to the Giants? What inspired you with the whole all in and poker? Um, I think the whole all-in message kind of came from the, uh, just the idea of like a, a Christmas message, and so one of the things that it just came out of from is just thinking about Joseph, you know, Joseph and Mary, um, you know, just, just being totally committed. You know, he was totally committed to her, you know, she was already pregnant and stuff like that, and because I came in as a chapel speaker for that night, wanted to do Christmas a little bit different, you know, especially from a God standpoint. And so we kind of came up with that idea and just felt like we wanted to share that and challenge the guys from that point of view to be, hey, you know, whether it's being committed on the field or committed to being a better father or a better husband or whatever it may be, you know, to they say, you know, I'm going to be all in. A lot of times as men, you know, we don't, we don't, I guess in general, we don't go all in. Sometimes it's safe to hang back. But I really say, hey, you know, leave it all out there. And it kind of applies to them on the field, too, because they didn't go all in. They, they weren't going to make a playoff. Now, let me ask you, um, the next day, because you spoke to them uh, the day before Christmas Eve, twenty yes, third, yeah. right? So the next day, Justin Tuck does. He has a press conference and he talks about being all in. Now, according to the articles that I read, because I didn't put them up, I, I've read the MTV and everything. What was that like for you to hear the next day, the day before their big game against the Jets, which of course were coming to the, to the playoffs? Well, what did it? What was it like for you to hear? Wow, you know, this guy is literally talking about what I spoke about, and it made an impact. That was too real, unreal. That was a little unreal. I mean, uh, the chaplain he. Sent me an email and he said, uh, he's like, "Hey, you gotta see the press conference online. It just happened." And I saw it, like, okay. And then I looked at it and he started talking about being all in. He said it like, you know, fifteen or twenty. <laughs> I was like, "What in the world?" Um, and then that really blew me away. But then what happened later on with the towels and that stuff, uh, that was it. Like, I couldn't believe it. The um, the whole all in thing is definitely something that I like because I'm a big time poker player. <laughs> uh, do you play poker? Um, very minimally. I mean, I can't, you know, I've watched it on ESPN, you know, late night, can't get to bed, you know, work days of poker. I messed around a little bit in college, but nothing too, like, avid that would make me, you know, first thing I come to mind kind of thing. And since the Giants didn't fly you out to Indianapolis, they you have the airline, you agree with that. are you room for the Patriots? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still going for the Giants. You know, everything works, you know, for a reason. Uh, actually, tomorrow morning I'll be on Fox News um, okay. at around 7 o'clock in the morning to talk about it. And then uh, kind of ESPN is going to do a special uh, around 1 o'clock on the pregame show. Uh, the whole all-in thing that came to him using it on school. So it was pretty fun. Now, I know you're joining us and you, you have something going on today. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, well, I'm also the head coach over at King's College, which is in New York City. And we actually have a game over at Fruit College. So uh, we're, you know, we're getting there. We're a building program. I'll put that right now. I'll put it out there. We're two and six right now. We're building. Uh, anyone listening looking for great recruits? Uh, you know, college guys who are going to play. You know, we've got a building program level. We do offer some athletic scholarships, but we're, we're not the level of Division One just yet. Okay. Now uh, I know you're you're a big basketball fan, as we spoke about earlier. But are you a Giants fan? You know, honestly, I was born a Dolphins fan. But I go with the Giants now. I, I was a Dolphins fan, but I go for them now, though. <laughs> Can you give us a prediction tomorrow? Give, give us a key for the Giants to win. What do they need to do? Um, I think they definitely need to not. Uh, of course, the front four is great. Everyone talking about that. They've got pressure on Tom Brady, but I think it's a lot of the checkdowns. I think that some teams have had success when they do the checkdown receivers um, underneath, especially. I think if they can limit those, even though they're going to bring the four, they don't drop the linebackers too far back. I think they could have pretty good success. If you can keep that limited, I say Giants 130 or 27. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more than John Paul, but 
how honored and privileged are we to have this guy come oh, on? Oh, amazingly. And, you know, it's funny that, that you know, I, I've been to a couple of events and stuff that John's has spoken at, uh, you know, and, uh, and that's where the whole connection came from. But, you know, to, 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 for you to come out here, obviously, we really appreciate it. We, we, we thank you so much. But um, you picked the Giants. I know I'm picking the Giants, but, again, I'll get into that. Is there any way you can see the pay for 20 tomorrow? Yeah. I, I could see uh, one of the things I'll – I'm more of a closet Ocho Cinco fan, oh, and so I'll be honest. If, if Gronkowski doesn't produce too well, the Patriots lack a deep threat. What better time to be a deep threat? Maybe two touchdowns, 120 yards, and then there's something they're probably not game planning much for. That's interesting because that's that's the first I've heard. Obviously, Chad is, is talented. There's no doubt, but he's been you know his father passed away. He's pretty much been been out for the whole year. But it's interesting you bring that up because you're right, and I hadn't thought about that. If if in some way, shape, or form, because the truth is Gronkowski is not 100. You know, he's tight end, he's, he's their star receiver. If Chad does somehow make it on there, you're right, there is a possibility. Now, you said 31-27, that's your prediction, right? That's my prediction. Okay, of course, the, the Giants are going to win. Now, for the Giants to win, which, of course, we, we believe, what do they need to do? I think they need to establish the running game. I mean, a lot of people are saying that's, a, that's one component that might be a little bit less uh, less secure about. But I think they establish the running game. I think Bradshaw gets some good touches. If Jacobs keeps on running north and south, he tries to the east and west run going out of bounds. I think if they can start that early, which, uh, you know, they've proven they can at certain times in the playoffs. If they can start that early, I think it'll make everything a lot easier for Eli Manning finding his receivers. Let me ask you this. Do you expect tomorrow when the Giants hoist up the Vince Lombardi Trophy, because of course they're going to win, <laughs> do you expect them to maybe Justin Tuck, Eli Manning, to mention all in about 30 times? <laughs> I don't know about 30 times, but I think <laughs> I'll think i go for a good uh, over under five. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, John, we really appreciate it. And, we, of course, we, we thank you so much for it. Joe, do you have any anything else you'd like to, to add here? No, just thanks again for coming out. We know you have a busy schedule. I'm just honored and uh, privileged, sir. Thank you so much. No problem, no. Thank you so much, sir. Definitely. We appreciate it. Thank you. Folks, that was the one and only John Paul Gonzalez all in, as as the, the saying goes. Poker, uh, you know, he gave us a few minutes here, and, of course, it's such a such a big thing. Uh, we, we thank him so much. And, you know, that was a surprise because I, we spoke earlier in the week to try, possibly, but that, that kind of didn't happen. So, you know, we're just thankful to have him on the air with us. Definitely thankful and grateful. I mean, he definitely is the reason why... I think the Jets, uh, the Giants bought into the whole, like, all-in, and I think that it's, it's really great that he came out on, um, you know, coming out of his busy schedule and just put on, uh, just give us a few comments to talk about the Super Bowl and uh, as we do a little photo shoot here. Uh, Dave, sir. You're right, and, of course, uh, today, huge show, big show for PG. You know, we have just about 20 minutes here. We're, we're, we're about to close out, and we haven't even gotten to our actual predictions the true keys are um, just honored, to, so honored to have John Paul joining us. And, of course, we have Sabrina here joining us. And, Sabrina, let me ask you, what do you think the keys are to the Giants winning tomorrow? Hey! Okay. That says it all. She said Eli. I think she said Eli. <laughs> that, that, that pretty much covers everything, sir. Now, as, sir, as, we, as we, we get into the process of closing out the show, we need to discuss one big other topic. And what would that be, sir? We talked about the food. We didn't. We never talked about halftime. We didn't talk about the entertainment, the commercial. Oh, I mean, let, let's be honest. Nobody cares about the halftime special. But you want to talk about the commercials? Let's look. Well, against that. Well, I just want to know. Like, I'm. Sh- I'm pretty sure that the commercials are going to be pretty expensive, um, ranging the thirty uh, to three million dollars per thirty seconds. Um, I also want to mention that you know, there's a Ferris Bueller commercial to look out for. From what I'm hearing, Matthew Barrick is going to be having doing commercial. Um, 
So the commercials are for the casual fan, the fan that doesn't really watch football all year. They're the ones that, you know, really rate the commercials. You can catch the commercials the next day on YouTube, on AOL.com. I personally have missed – I think the commercials have gotten really bad, actually, over the last couple of years. I I miss the Bud Bowl commercials. I love the Bud Bowl commercials. Those are my favorites. Yeah, I miss a lot of those funny commercials. There are a couple funny ones, but, you know, even Pepsi and Coke now don't do commercials like they used to. It just has become a different business. More, it's more internet related. You know, you got your Yahoo.coms, your uh, Monster.com. Your GoDaddy.com, oh. which is usually the worst commercials ever. Sabrina, there. what commercial are you looking forward to the most? Mickey. Mickey. Sabrina's looking forward to Mickey commercials. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a couple of those. Sir, let me ask you. Um, you mentioned the Ferris Bueller. Is there any other ones that, that have been talked about? You, you hear the rumblings? I mean, I saw the Ferris Bueller commercial. You know, they had, the, they had the music, they had the theme song, uh, similar to what we had in Paris to the day off. Anything else you're, you're thinking about? No, I really haven't really paid attention to it because the commercials are not a big factor for me to watch the Super Bowl. Um, well, yeah, because we're actually football fans, so that, that, that's our big thing. That's our big thing. So other than that, I mean, I don't – I just want to mention because I have a couple notes here on the halftime show. Madonna is doing oh, the halftime show. Oh, my goodness. Madonna, seriously? She rehearsed four songs a couple days ago. Yeah, Mike she, was talking about that. Yeah, she'll be doing um, – and then one new song, I believe. So we'll see what that goes. Um, just in terms of halftime shows, because people do talk about it, and we do talk about everything and anything and tell it like it is. Any halftime shows that really stand out to you throughout the year? Um, well, the Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake one, obviously, because, yeah, because of how terrible. Yeah, yeah, because it's a bad thing. Um, the Rolling Stones a couple of years ago, they were terrible. That that was a horrible show. Um, what, what other – who else is going to they had Paul McCartney. I mean, you know, we're, we're like 100 years old. I mean, no right. offense to them. They're obviously rock and roll legends. They're legends of all-time greats. But do we really need to see Mick Jagger, you know, stumbling and fumbling and bumbling and super tight pants? Younger as a kid, I do recall the Michael Jackson one when they, um, you know, they flipped over different pictures and made pictures of people around the stadium. Right. That one's you know, But the, probably the most, the, the most memorable one was right after 9-11 when the, uh, you, you know, the famous band U2 basically did the song where the streets have no name. They brought down a like a white sheet and they put all the names basically of the people that passed away that uh unfortunate day. So that one uh sticks out in my head out of all the the halftime shows. That that U two performance at the you know, after nine eleven. In fact <laughs> as I look at Sabrina running after people to try to get them to take go cards. You know, you're right. The halftime special, I mean, people, unfortunately, for whatever reason, people might change it. Do you think that we're ever going to get, like, a, a more current fan? I know we had Black Eyed Peas and stuff. I mean, are we going to get anybody who people actually care about? Black Eyed I mean, Peas. are people watching the Super Bowl for that? Um, well, you know, now, nowadays, they, they have halftime shows on different channels. They know that that's the big time. But obviously, for me, halftime show is a big time to get up out of my chair because I'm sitting the whole time of course. watching it. Yeah, uh, the rest of drop one. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, but... The fact is that uh, these halftime shows are are, are are right. Sabrina loved it last year, though, with Black Eyed Peas. Or was that two years ago? Yeah, I think that, I think that was last year. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure. But you know what, sir? We actually have a, a caller on the line. We have joining us for the first time in what seems like forever, and, and we'll, we'll spend a couple minutes with him since we talked about the commercials. We have our entertainment reporter, the one and only, Hans joining us, and I know Joe pretty much hates his guts for not calling in. I don't know how long. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, guys. How you doing? This guy has Todd syndrome. <laughs> Never show. Got to show up live and in person. 
You you love it, JB. You love that I'm absent from the show for so many months. <laughs> yeah. Of um, course. Listen. Talk, why are you to on? About, <laughs> talk to us a little bit about the Super Bowl and the commercials. So anything uh, you've heard to the great friends or your sources, anything that might be going on? Uh, other than Ferris Bueller, of course. Well, um, I just wanted to mention the cost of a, of a 30-second ad during football. I don't know if you guys are aware, but these companies or the, the people who make the commercials, they pay somewhere in the area of $3.5 million for 30 seconds of their commercial during the Super Bowl. Wow. That's almost that's, uh, um, 116000 per second that they're paying just so that their commercial could uh, show during that time. I think we can afford uh, maybe one-tenth of a second and, and, and get a PG truck. And that's it. And, and put that under the Super Bowl. You can make them at least say the P in PG, and maybe people will, will get what they're, what you guys are talking about. <laughs> so let me ask you, are there any commercials, like I said, uh, that possibly you may be looking forward to or there's a talk of the town? Well, you know, the only thing I'm – kind of excited for is, like you said, Ferris Bueller. Other than that, there's really nothing else that I'm waiting for. There's no new commercial that I'm excited about. I just want to see Ferris Bueller. Uh, obviously, you're a sports fan. You watch the Super Bowl. Well, obviously, he's not a sports fan. Well, yeah, I was being sarcastic <laughs> about that. You're, 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 all, you're here for only the entertainment purpose. Do you remember some classic uh, commercials throughout the years that you know, really stick in your head still? I mean, I don't know them uh, by memory, but, you know, the the food ones are always funny. I used to like the the beer ones not so much anymore, but um, I think it was uh, the the three frogs that would say Budweiser, or I don't yeah. know what animal they used. But but those, 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 those were funny back in the heyday. Um, I'm really just interested in 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 Bueller and seeing some of the the halftime shows and the people who are singing pretty much, which is uh I believe Madonna. Kelly Clarkson is doing oh, yeah. well Kelly Clarkson's doing the national anthem and that she's not a horrible singer live at all, so it should be a decent decent performance if she doesn't forget any of the words of our national anthem. And if she does, someone should peg her with a football. Well, there you go. So, we actually have uh, Sue, who's making the announcement over the intercom to come check out your goal. Now, I want to know, you scumbag, why are you not here live and in person? We were expecting Hans in the flesh. I'm not surprised. <laughs> you don't worry about those details, sir. Oh, You'd boy. be happy that I called it. You know. I, I know I know, I know how we could have got Hans here. We could have said we're going to break down Smallville one more time. And he would have been like, oh, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. If you would have told me that we're going to talk about Pete, I would have been there in a flash. I have my small <laughs> training T-shirt yeah. on. I would have ran there if you would have told me we were talking about Pete. That's well, all day, or day. We should have had Pete Ross live and in person and breaking down the Super Bowl, but he's probably in prison right now, and I'm sure you would have broken that up. But listen, sir, uh, we appreciate you giving us a few minutes. Of course, Joe hates your gut, as you can hear the venom and the hate spewing from him. But uh, thank you so much. And, of course, we need to get you back on board doing some uh, some spots with TV and whatnot because there's got to be something going on, a movie. 
Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Uh, I believe Tuesday night we'll get into some of the the new shows, shows that have been canceled, everything that's been going on in TV Land for the last couple months. We'll we'll definitely get into that on Tuesday. Yeah. Of course, the show after the Super Bowl, where we all talk about the Super Bowl the whole time, we'll be talking about entertainment. Why not? <laughs> we need you in February, in March, and April when there's nothing to talk about because we hate the Mets and they stink. <laughs> Uh, Joe is one angry man. Uh, thank you so much. Joe, Joe is very angry. Isn't Joe on his home turf? Shouldn't you be happy right now? You're at Whole Foods. Home turf, but that's the problem. He, he he feels like he can just rant and rave and scream and curse at our at our callers and our and the people who are part of the show. But again, thank you so much, sir. And uh, let's go, Giants. No problem. Folks, that was the one and only Hans joining us for the first time in a long time. April 1st is WrestleMania, as we know, folks. Uh, and we're talking WrestleMania? We're, we're serious? No. WrestleMania? Me and Todd are challenging you and Hans to match. Are you really? Yeah, we are. Well, I tell you this much. I go solo. One on, a two-on-one handicap match, and I'll beat the living crap out of both of you. I'm a little worried about Todd because of his size. But aside from that, you know, I mean, Todd, Todd, will, probably, Todd will probably hit me with like a Samoan splash or something. But other than that, sir, we have a few minutes left in the program. Let's finally get down to it. Let's finally break up the Super Bowl and make our predictions, sir. Give me the keys. And we talked about everybody. Actually, you don't know. Peyton Manning. Let's talk about that for one second. Two seconds. Go. Eli is in his house. Little brother is in his house. The Patriots are in his house, his home, sir. Talk to us about Peyton and, and everything going on there. Well, Peyton Manning is, you know, a quarterback that right now, let's face it, he's, he's, he's recovering from a lot of neck operations. And we don't know how he's going to be or how he's going to perform. I don't think I think his days as an Indianapolis, Indianapolis Colts are done. That's pretty obvious, or else they would own twenty-eight million dollars, sir. So I think he's going to be looking for a team to play for. The only three teams that you keep hearing are the Washington Redskins, the Miami Dolphins, and maybe the San Francisco 49ers. I think that's a long shot. But if Eli Manning would, I'm sure he would love that. Yeah, he would. Maybe, definitely, maybe. Maybe, Obviously. definitely, possibly. But um, if Eli Manning wins the second Super Bowl, I, I know Peyton Manning's very competitive. He's going to want to still play. He's not going to retire, contrary to other reports that we hear that he's just going to retire. He's very competitive, sir. He's going to be playing for football next year. Let's hope that he doesn't you know, sustain a career-ending injury. But um, his days as an Indianapolis Colt are done. I kind of agree with that. Do you think it means anything to him that his, his man, his brother, his little brother, Playing in his, in his home turf, do you think it means anything? Like I said before to Elwood, who calls from Indianapolis, the Giants have a unique advantage of basically his whole field in the Super Bowl, and that doesn't happen. Right. I don't think, uh, you know, Eli coming to Indianapolis and playing has anything to do with anything, to be honest with you, other than the fact that, you know, he takes some spotlight away from his brother. So um, I think Peyton Manning, like I said, he's very competitive. He's going to want to win this. He's going to win another ring, and now he's definitely going to want to win another ring if Eli Manning wins one. What about, let me ask you a question, because uh, we have some things going on back here. What about the fact that the Patriots, what if they win the Super Bowl in his home turf? What, what is that going to say to him? <laughs> Absolutely nothing again. Um, I, just, I just think that if Tom Brady wins in the Super Bowl, it just it cements his legacy as one of the greatest of all time, wherever he does it. I mean, it doesn't matter. I think Peyton Manning is not the storyline this week. I think he'll be the storyline in a couple weeks when the draft happens. Especially if the Colts draft Andrew Luck, which they expect to draft. Right. We'll see what happens with Peyton Manning after that. All right. Now we go. Last few minutes there. Let's do this. They gotta go to the bathroom. Let's talk about it. What are the keys, sir, for for the Patriots to win this game? What are the keys? 
Well, it's obvious. We've spoken about it. Obviously, definitely. Definitely, maybe. We've spoken about it this morning. We've spoken about it for the last few weeks. You can hear people say it. It's obviously definitely maybe the defensive line of the New York Giants. If Bill Belichick can somehow scheme something to block these ferocious four, if you will, then the Patriots are going to have a big day. And you're right. The factor that nobody talks about is Chad Ochocinco. If you go deep a couple times and Chad Ochocinco plays a spirited game, which, you know, he's obviously uh, a really good wide receiver, I think that the Patriots might actually win this going away. I don't know if that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a close game either way, sir. I think that you got to definitely protect the uh, role because the Patriots, just like the Giants, are a passing team. You're right. Um, you're absolutely right, sir. But you didn't. You, you talked about Chad Ochocinco. I mean, John Paul, who, who you know was here before, he talked about Chad Ochocinco. But I mean, that's it. I thought you were giving me Gronkowski's injured. Well, yeah. I mean, let, let's be real here, sir. Gronkowski is injured. He's their best receiver. Wes Walker's good. Uh, Aaron Hernandez is a good tight end. But that, that's pretty much all you have going on there. Because if you look at the running game, the Giants have a better running game. You know, uh, Mr. Mr. Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, who has, like, the longest name in the history of the world, he's a good running back. But him and Amon Bradshaw, if you look at their stats, they're a wash. When you throw Brendan Jacobs and the Giants have a better running game, what advantages do the Patriots have other than the fact that Tom is a better quarterback than anyway? You're right. I mean, Gronkowski's injury is a huge factor. We don't know how he's going to play, if he's going to get injured, or he's going to come out of the game. And if he comes out of the game after the first play, then that's a player that they've lost for the entire game because they're not going to put his career on the line. They're not going to try to, you know, make this guy go out there if he's really that hurt. So without Gronkowski, a healthy Gronkowski, yes, the Giants, uh, the Giants have a better shot to win the game because Gronkowski is a beast of a man. He's a tight end uh, that just makes catches. He, he he knows how to run after the after the catch. He's just a big beast. You're absolutely right, sir. But that injury is definitely going to affect him. Now, we're going to talk about the Giants. Key to the Giants' victory. Of course, defense. One of the number one things. And if you look at them, yeah, the Giants were ranked 27th in defense and the Pats were ranked 31st, as we talked about on the way here. But the fact of the matter is, it's the big three. JPP, you down with JPP. Yeah, you know me. You got Justin Tuck. You got OC, who's healthy. I mean, that the health of those players made such a big difference. It was such an amazing thing. Um... The truth is, we have this, 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 this issue here. We have these circumstances surrounding it. The Giants have the advantage because of their defense. That pass rush, that three-man pass rush is going to kill them. The front four of the Giants is going to kill Brady all day. The only hope that the Patriots have is somehow defending that because that defense is going to throw Tom off. He's going to have to fire quickly. He's going to be off of his rhythm. The Giants can keep him down on his back where he belongs. They are going to, they are going to win this game going away. And the fact that Eli, if you look at it, you know, special teams are right here. That may not be a factor, as, uh, as Todd said earlier. But, you know, Corey Webster and Kenny Phillips can pick the ball off. Combined, they had 10 uh, interceptions during the season. Devin Thomas and special teams, who was huge with, uh, with Kyle Williams and his whole issues in San Francisco, you know, with the 48 sacks the Giants had, they were third in the league in sacks. I mean, you know, they have nine in the playoffs so far. That is going to make a huge difference. And when you look at the offense, Eli has only thrown one interception. He's got eight touchdowns. He's thrown for almost 900 yards, passing yards. And, of course, with the, with the three weapons in Hakeem Nix, Mario Manningham, and Mr. Sasa himself, the Sasa temptation, Victor Cruz, if they, in the playoffs, sir, they've got playoffs, seven touchdowns, and they've got almost 700 yards, and the Giants are plus five in turnovers. Sir, I don't see how, unless the Giants lay an egg, the Giants are not losing this game. The one thing to remember, too, that the Giants and Patriots did not have the best of defenses. 
Yes, the Giants punt four. Is Did I not just talk about that? Yeah, but we're talking about the 27th versus the 31st ranked defenses. Yes, but the health of Tuck and Osi is what kept the Giants at, at, at such a low level. If they have been healthy, all your Giants are in the top 15. You're right. So the Giants are going to win, and if they're going to win, they're going to win because of their offense. Their defense is going to keep them in the game. But the fact is that Eli Manning has three great wide receivers to throw to, and it's going to be hard for the Patriots a team that does not play good defense this year, let's face it. Smoke and mirrors like Bill Belichick. You're right. They, I mean, they didn't, be, they didn't even beat a winning team this year. Uh, they, other than the Ravens, they didn't beat anybody. The Patriots, yeah, they had a great record, obviously, but in the Giants, the Giants played the hardest schedule in the NFL, and look at them. They're in the Super Bowl. They're in the big game. I mean, we got this Patriots fan who was over here before this guy. This guy doesn't even know what's going on. I mean, the Giants are going to win by, by 40 points as far as I'm concerned. But if I were to make a prediction, I'm going to have to go... I see Giants 34, Patriots, eh, I give them 21. There you go. And, and I'll just say that it just scares me that it seems like everybody's on the Giants bandwagon this year. Well, right? that, that is scary. Yeah, I agree with that. scary. So I think that I think Tom Brady figures it out. I think Bill Belichick finds a way to block the ferocious four decently. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think it's going to be a fourth-quarter game. Um, it's probably going to come down to a field goal. That's why I like 31-28 Patriots. Oh, get revenge. Whoa, whoa. Are you picking it just because of me, or you really think the Patriots are going to win? I have to pick against you like you would pick against me. Okay, so but legitimately, if you weren't picking against me, would you still pick the Patriots? I would say this week off has hurt the Giants more than it has hurt the Patriots. And but, I think that the momentum train gets slowed down tomorrow night. The reason I don't agree is because, yeah, I don't even know if the Patriots, their week off has helped them because Gronkowski's not 100%. If it was 100%, then I would say yes. But the Giants are, you know, still have some nagging injuries too. So Eli's recovering from the beating he took last week. He took a uh, two weeks ago. He took an absolute pounding with the with the Forty Niners. You know what the greatest part about sports is that we will see what happens. The the talk is over. Sir. We are wrapping up a show here live from Whole Foods Market, Milburn, New Jersey. Sabrina's calling my name. I don't know what's going on. No, I'm just kidding. We are not because you really is. So like the, the, the time of talking is done. It's time to play the game tomorrow night. 6.30, Channel 4, Giants versus the Patriots, Super Bowl 46. Here we come. Folks, of course, we'd like to thank, once again, Whole Foods. like thank Sue, who's here. We'd like to thank Pete. We'd like to thank everybody who helped make this show possible. I'm going to thank some people for Whole Foods because... Uh, please do. I don't think you know everybody, but yeah. Uh, I don't. You mentioned Pete. You mentioned Sue. And Eileen for making this great sign. Great Our sign. Eileen. Wonderful sign. Chris for helping us up with some technology over here. Everybody that brought some samples from their foods, I know Sue got them, but thank you for the to the prep foods department, the produce department, specialty department for their samples. Thanks for Todd and take. Thanks for Hans for calling in to entertain guy. Of course, we, we got a minute. Of course, we have to thank John Paul Gonzalez who came out here. You know, I didn't even know John was coming. We actually would have had him on for a longer spot if I knew he was going to come down because he kind of left it up in the air. But of course, we thank him so much for for giving us a, a you know a couple of minutes and his prediction. The fact that he is the man single-handedly responsible for the Giants going to the Super Bowl. The fact that you're right, they should have flown him out there, and they didn't. But, of course, we just thank everybody. We thank, uh, again, you mentioned Todd Hans. We thank our wives for, you know, helping us so much and letting us do the show. Make sure you check us out at PureGoPG.com, where this episode will be up soon. Uh, most likely tomorrow, I'll have it up there. Uh, you can always call us in as we go off the air, 714-364-4721. Remember to follow us on Twitter. Joe and I both have separate accounts, mine being the more interesting one. You can check us out on YouTube. You can check us out most importantly on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and, of course, more important than any of that, iTunes. 
subscribe to us on iTunes because it's free. And it's up with some cheap plugs real fast. Yes, uh, please, uh, cheap plug. No, uh, um, Joe from all. Oh, you're talking about little, little audio bites. As we as we finish up the show, we got 55 seconds left. Joe in Wallington. Oh, What's up, Wall- Joe? Oh, what's the name of your show? Uh, Pure Gold. Pure Gold? Yes, sir. I, I see we have a call on hold, but unfortunately we only have about 40 seconds left, and uh, I know that's Angel calling in, but we're not going to be able to talk to him because uh, we're literally running out of time. Talk but uh, Yeah, to, Angel, please give us a call on Tuesday. Uh, we appreciate everybody for calling in. Thank you so much for everything you have done. And, of course, make sure to tune in Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, for JB, this is DG of Pure Gold reminding you to always keep it PG. Good afternoon, everyone. Let's go Giants all the way. I got two words for you. Pure <laughs> gold. See ya.